Welcome to another installment of the Final Scoop Podcast. My name is Robert Chinetsky, the Supplement Engineer. Joining me as always is my international cavalcade of compatriots in the supplement industry. Robert Samborski, Apollo Nutrition, Shane Smith, Stack.com, Lucas Green Cola, Ritkowski, Prometheus Intelligence Sports Technology. Welcome, my friends. It's great to see your faces again. Shane looks a little worse for wear this week. You know, he's looking Apparently. Different. He looks like shit. <laughs> yeah. Good morning. Hey, Shane, you look like shit. That was that was our way of uh, we uh, for the listeners that have no clue what in the hell we're talking about. We all hop into this little uh, broadcast room about five minutes before the podcast starts. First thing Lucas says, "What's up, Shade? You look like shit. Are you okay?" Yeah, I mean, I don't think I look that bad, but I don't look in the mirror, so like, he looks like a skeleton. He needs a haircut. Yeah, that's what go. my wife says. She says you need a haircut, and I'm like, "Look, see, I'm right. I need one." Just because she said it doesn't mean you're fucking right. Bro, we always fight. Me and Nikki are no, no, paired no, together. No, no, no. Ask Ava. Uh, all right, listeners, we got a bunch of people already jumping in the feed. I guess YouTube is actually on the ball because, like, half the time we'll be like five or ten minutes into the podcast. Holy crap. And it'll like we, there was there's no comments and there's like one person watching and I'm wondering like is YouTube slow on the uptake or something so anyway we got a bunch of people in here a bunch of comments already going so thank you guys for, for being on the ball today joining us post up any comments questions queries quips or smart ass remarks you have for us let us know where you're tuning in from what's been going on how's your week been and uh, any questions you got for the panel be it uh, lifting fitness health nutrition supplementation or uh, any other weird off the wall questions like why does Shane look like shit this week? I yeah, mean, apparently cosmetic. Uh, we can comment on. We go comment on your aesthetics for the week. Yeah, it's so good. What is going on, JoJo? Chris is early as usual. Oh, Brooke, Shane, you're looking well. Also, yeah, hey everyone. No, this is dot dot dot. Okay, you got to read into the dot dot dot. <laughs> Shane, oh, like oh, the Shane. Pause. Hmm. You're looking well. You're look, yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's it. That's the, yeah. And we also got creamy. Shane, shave your head and grow a beard. I did the opposite. I grew my hair and I shaved my beard. There you go. Is that how 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 long has it been? Like, how often do you do you get your hair cut or do you cut your hair? Or do you have Nikki? I your fucking hair? know. I don't pay attention to this shit. You know. Look at Robbie. How handsome he looks. That's because you, you both got shaved fucking heads. Okay. <laughs> What flavor of American energy are you drinking, Robbie? Um, Daytona Beach. Boom. The pineapple one? Is that the pineapple yeah. one? There? Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Are y'all selling those in the gym, or did you just stop and pick one up on your way here for the podcast? No, we, 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 we tried it at the gym, so we, we started carrying it. We'll see how it goes. Um, I, I, don't, I, I don't favor all the flavors, but <laughs> this one is pretty good. Which is your favorite, and which is your least favorite? Um, they have a, like a cream soda type of thing that it's it's really really good. I think my favorite. Yeah, but the one that I didn't care too uh, too much is the ice pop one. Really? Freedom. Yeah, that was okay. I mean, it wasn't bad, but uh, I haven't tried the blueberry. I think they have blueberry or something. I haven't tried that one. That is the yeah. We've tried all of them. What was the name of that blueberry one? Uh, it's called like Country Time or something. So, something like that. I haven't tried that Country. one. Country. Country Fair, Country Fair. That's Ca- it. County yeah. County Fair. Sorry, County, County Fair. Fair. Yeah, and there there is another one. I think I also didn't try. <coughs> You're missing out, man. You gotta uh, you gotta get them. Yeah, you know th- this one is pretty good. You should try the. What's the name of the drinks? Um, Green super top rated. Super top rated. Um, Zoa. Yeah, that's the one. 
I'm surprised. You know what? I'm surprised that they didn't, uh, you know, went for the, another round at the Clash of the Cannons. <laughs> yeah, you he was surprised. What? I deeply appreciate how sarcastic that was. Because yeah, it's, right. it's not often that Lucas goes that far into it. it usually, yep. I was like, wait, what? You know, you know one you need to try, Lucas? Yeah. Uh, from the UK, Razorwire. The gaming brand? Yeah. The, the, you, like, their formula in their gaming supplement is pretty, like, straightforward. It's, but they replicated it in the energy drink. But the energy drink, they sent it to me, and I was like... It's going to be average. Like, I didn't expect a whole lot because it's from the UK and a lot of the UK functional stuff is drinks are not that mm-hmm. super. This thing tastes as good as the original America Energy. Oh, really? I don't know, like, I don't know how or why, but they sent me this. I only tried one flavor. They have, I have two others coming, I think. Um, so they have in total three flavors? Yeah, but the first one is lemonade. And that's also why I wasn't overly enthused to try it because I'm not a big fan of lemon. But, mm-hmm. dude, it's good. If the other two are anywhere in it, it's as soon as me and Nikki both tried it, we're like, damn, this is like, this is like the original American energy. It's like a carbonated um, fruit juice. It was on fucking point, which was crazy because again, not a big brand, not well known mm-hmm. from the UK. But, you know what? Uh, that, that, that's how I felt about uh, Ghost Citrus. I didn't even want to try it, but I have to admit, it's actually one of my favorites. I really liked it. That, that was like pretty it. good. Yeah, it was that. That took me by surprise. I'm also not a big on. Not that I'm not big on lemonades. I just feel like most companies don't know how to do proper lemonade. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. this one is just very refreshing. It it, it kind of like. You know, it, it reminded me, even though it doesn't taste exactly like that, but it kind of reminded me a little bit of Sprite. Like, you know, like very refreshing taste. Mm-hmm. So I was very, very impressed. You know, and, and speaking of ghosts, I actually had this conversation with somebody at the gym. And uh, this lady, she's a trainer. She was um, uh, having the mango one. And uh, I, I enjoy that one. I mean, I, I think it's pretty good. <laughs> but we both agreed it does not taste like mango. No. It's- it's got something. I mean, it tastes delicious. I'm just no. I know, like it too. I think is there a, like a different flavor? Could maybe it's good, it's but it's not mango. Uh, it's not mango. You know, I mean, especially yeah. when you compare it to um, the monster. I mean, that's that's oh, the, that's mango. Uh, this one is not bad, but I just I don't feel like you can call it mango. Maybe there is a hint of mango. I feel like it's more orangey for some reason. Yeah. Did you guys try the? From Monster Ginger uh, Brew. Ginger Brew? Yeah. That I is mean, a flavor. No. That, that is a flavor that I would never try, but because it's Monster, yeah. I would try. Yeah, I mean, does it taste like a ginger beer? Like, I like yeah. ginger ale, but I don't like ginger beer. So, ginger yeah, ale is good. Ginger yeah, beer is yeah. gross. Yeah, it tastes, it tastes like uh, like ginger beer. Yeah. Ooh, Sandy will like that. She loves that stuff. And she loves, like, Moscow mules and bourbon mules, which is basically either... Yeah, uh, they have that. They have that Moscow bourbon with ginger yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah. It's, it just got in, into the stores right now. So, you can buy it in many, like, you know, uh, gas stations and so on. Mm-hmm. And I pick it up. We already had it in uh, in our offer, but I didn't try it. And you know, this this past week, I I had a chance to like pick it up from the store. Yeah, really good. I was cool. surprised. Cool. Yeah, I was surprised. Awesome. 
especially, you know, ice cold. George, Robert, was it Hooligan and Bare Knuckle that we talked about yesterday? Yes, that was what uh, the, the two pre-orders we were talking about from Apollon. Uh, Jojo is, is prepping for a natural bodybuilding competition. <coughs> and he was asking about certain stimulants and things like that. And I said, for the next eight weeks, like I looked through the, the OCB banned substance list, and it doesn't say anything like specifically like synephrine or alpha yohimbine, but it does say pharmaceutical grade or prescription grade stimulants. So I'm, I've just told him like, hey, avoid any of the exotic stuff. Don't mess with any theophylline or theophylline or areodurensis or, or any of that stuff. So he said he still wants to get, you know, his face kicked in with the hard hitting pre-workout. And so I said, you know, basically stick to anything that's caffeine. Maybe it's got it like a Yohimbi bark extract, but any of like the exotic stems, you know, avoid those at all costs. And so Jojo, if uh, you can, you want to support Robbie and Apollon, you can use the code final scoop that can save you. 15% as well. There you go. Fuck. There you go. There we go. Yeah, I, I would I would stay for um, you know anything like assassin and, and things like that. I would I mean, I I honestly think that they I mean, I, I'm afraid to say this because, you know, I don't want to give the wrong advice, but I don't feel like these federations are really testing for those things because each and each test is extremely expensive and to test for different compounds, it's uh it's pretty much unheard of. Um and it's, I, I think it's pretty impossible. If they do test, more than likely they test for anabolics. But even that, to be honest with you, these federations are very, very small. And those tests cost a lot of money. But just as a precaution, I agree with you. You know, I would not touch anything like that because, you know, um, it, I, I mean, from the Olympic committee perspective, from, from the WADA and USADA and, and all those federations, if we're going like totally, totally natural, uh, I know that they do actually test, and even small things like uh, I believe Ryogeranesis is actually mm -hmm. banned. As far yeah. as I remember, I think I'm pretty sure Alpha Yohimbi is banned too. So, I yeah. mean, like, even though they, uh, they're basically legal, but they illegal in those federations. So, just as a precaution, because I don't know, maybe OCP is owned by somebody like that. It's also a possibility, you know, by a bigger federation that can afford it. I would definitely stay away from it if it's, uh, you know, wants a kick in the face, probably Hooligan would be the best choice. And, you know, yeah. I was contemplating also for the next edition to, like, add a little extra something to Hooligan, but I decided, you know what, now sticking just to caffeine and that's it, just keeping it as is. Yeah, no one for DMAA, unfortunately. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, well, then, thanks for uh, supporting Apollo, JoJo. We appreciate it. Rob can keep the lights on at his house for one more week. <laughs> at least every other day. That's true. Uh, Kumite V2, is there an official release date, Robbie? The only thing I know from the manufacturer that uh, tentatively it's going to be end of October. So I would say between October and November. Okay. October and November. Robbie, when, when, the, where, uh, when will you uh, release some uh, details as far as Kumite? Uh, when I'm gonna slip and fucking Shane's gonna catch me again, fucker. So Apparently, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm tired and look like shit, so maybe I won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty soon, I think. Soon. Brooke is still stuck in Alabama for training. I'm not used to all these hills. Alleviate my boredom of being stuck in a hotel. Yeah. Oh, Alabama's pretty hot this week. My brother lives in northeast Alabama, and his air conditioner decided to die Oof. on Wednesday of this week. And I said, Phil, when are you, you, you going to get the AC guy out there? And he said, he can't come out till Monday. And I said, 
so you're going to go to a hotel? He says, no, we're just going to stay here for a little bit. I'll get a little window unit, and we'll, we'll have all the kids sleep in our bed. And then this weekend he went to Georgia, where his in-laws are, to uh, escape the heat and wait for the uh, AC guy. But, uh, yeah, no thanks. The, the second that thing would have gone out, I would have been on, like, an APB to every AC company in, like, the Tri-County area. I was like, I don't care what it costs. Get your ass here and fix that AC. There's, there's no way this is going on. It's funny because if I'm in the gym or something like that, and I work out and it's really hot. It can be 100 degrees. I don't care. I actually enjoy it to a degree. Yeah. But put me in any room, house or apartment or whatever, and it's like hot or, or humid, I'm going to go crazy and there is no AC. Yeah, that's like if I'm outside and it's, it's really hot and humid and, or training things, that's uh, fine. But yeah, I'll, 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 sleep still, at I'll, night. I'll, I'll still bitch. I'll still like bitch and complain, but I'm okay. Yeah. But like sleeping and then just staying inside the house and there is no AC, but it's like a hundred now. Not happening. Not in the least. Yeah. No AC, not happening. Completely agree. Completely agree. You're fucking like, spoiled, man. I was, I, I was literally about to say this. Me and Lucas just like, you fucking, he loses. Spoiled Americans. These guys are like, yeah, these guys are just like, oh, so hot. I remember when we went from uh, America to Europe, I think we were staying in, in I can't remember, was Italy or some shit. We got there, that was it June? It was the end of summer, or the, it was somewhere at, at the tail end, and they were like, oh yeah, we disable all the aircon units at the end of summer uh, because it costs so much to run. And I was just like, I typically I wouldn't mind, but coming from the US where it was like every place had an AC thing, I was like, man, the fuck's wrong with you? And we were going to complain and I'm like, nah, I think it's just we were too used to the, the beautiful conditioned air of America. Too cold. Yeah. I have one here, but like, I know, I know I'm, I'm sort of just like, it's not that big of a deal. I'll turn it off. I'll turn it on. It's. You all have a central system there, or is it like each little room's got those little window units kind of thing? No, 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 no. We have the whole house thing. Okay. But it Robert, was, you're uh... bougie. <laughs> yeah, that's the normal thing. Like central air is the. Is the I mean, this, is, this, is, this isn't something new. Bro, that's a first class shit. <laughs> Here we don't have that kind of stuff. I think it's an American thing. I think it's just like yeah, oh God. it's just they need know, to never... have it. They need to have I it. Did, otherwise, never... otherwise I... you are like on the lowest level. Yeah, you're like a snowman. You need it, or yeah. you're just gonna melt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I man, never noticed it until I was there. Go spend some time in New Orleans in the middle of summer when it's ninety-five percent humidity and it's ninety fucking degrees outside. You'll you'll be dude, wishing dude. for air conditioning. It, it, it's it's uh, see my issue is and I said this to many people is. Any country I go to when it's hot, I can get sweaty and I'm all good. And yeah, but and, and I can be out in the sun and I won't have a problem. Right. If I stand out in New Zealand and and for maybe five ten minutes, I will literally have a sunburnt t-shirt line for five mm -hmm. ten minutes. That's yeah. just it, it's like a, it's a different kind of heat. You guys have like for me, yeah. it's very humid. New Zealand is like yeah. a scorch. It's almost like you're in the middle of a fucking desert. It's really weird. It's dry, but it's a different kind of heat and it's and it doesn't conditions me for other situations but we never had the air con growing up maybe we were poor maybe our country was just shit i don't know <laughs> no one had air con it's just like oh it's hot put on some suntan lotion no one gave a shit about oh you want to cool down no 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 one cares 
in US, in US, even bombs have the air conditioning. So <laughs> we are just like uh, on the on the lowest level, man. <laughs> I've also never heard of it as an aircon. It's usually like air conditioning or AC. I've never heard aircon before, so that's that's a new one. Is really, that New Zealand speak? Seriously? That's not, no, that's not New Zealand speak. There's no way that's mine. It's, it's not, not. It's no, not no, American no. speak. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Just because it's not from America doesn't mean it's specifically related to me. It might be everyone outside of America. Yeah, it's me and you. you are the first person I've heard say aircon. You know, how many international people do you speak to? I had a lot of international speakers in college. So okay, they they were they they weren't they weren't mature enough to have experienced the aircon probably. <laughs> aircon is a thing, I swear to God. Robbie, have you ever heard aircon before? Yeah, there we I mean, go. I've heard Con Air, the movie with Nicolas Cage from the nineties. That was <laughs> no aircon was uh, could be a, in South Africa they use that quite often. Yeah, see, I feel like I feel like it's going to be one of those things where every every country uses it by by but, America. But but Americans from Louisiana, the country, Texas, the country that has that has the most aircon probably doesn't describe it as aircon. <laughs> uh, trainer Red just popping by to say hello. Headed to the gym and needs something a little more intense. More intense for what? For your training session? Are you looking for an intense pre-workout or motivational talk? Is yeah, you need, this, uh... yeah. Do we, you want Robbie to just start going on an expletive lace tirade and get you amped up? Crash it. Good luck. Yeah, start cursing at him in Russian, Robbie. <laughs> we, need, we need something a little more than that, Lucas. <laughs> Crush it. Brooke, I'm fully okay with being spoiled. Although they keep our training center at sub-65 degrees, start losing feeling after an hour. I would always rather be in a cold environment than a hot one. You can always put layers on, but there's only so many layers you can I take only off before just it gets heard, I only just heard that, that saying. I never thought I, I hate the heat. I've always mm -hmm. loved the cold, but when yeah. I heard that saying recently, like the last couple of months or something, I was like, holy shit, that is exactly why. Because, you know, you just, you, once you're still fucking sweating and you got no shirt on, there's nothing more you can do. It's just uncomfortable, sticky and shit. Exactly. But the cold, I mean, I don't think I've ever been too cold. Oh, yeah. there might be a couple of cases, but yeah. Maybe. Clippy plays. I think that's Gerhard from Fitness Informant. Pretty sure that is. If not, let me know that I'm wrong. Incorrect, Clippy. Okay, JoJo's heard Aircon before. He's an American yeah, yeah. that lives in Florida. Before. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I think maybe, maybe it's a. Uh, where are you from, Robert? It's initially from uh, Louisiana, New Orleans. Maybe it's New a. Orleans, maybe it's a New Orleans thing. Maybe you guys just a bit closed off. I don't know. New Orleans. New I mean, Orleans you did, is, a, is a space you, into its own. I hadn't heard the saying Biggins before describing a, a, a large person. but Yeah. I mean, if, if you, like the whole, like you got the Cajun coon asses, like down in like Lafayette, Opelousas area, like Charles, man, that is some kind of like weird ass dialect. If you've never heard a Cajun speak, man, it's like some kind of like back alley, half retarded French kind of speak. It's It's very interesting. It's awesome. It's awesome. Like the water boy kind of approximates it, but nowhere near. Like if you actually meet an actual Cajun, it's it's like on another level. Oh wait, way. is it is it like that farmer from Waterboy? Oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah, because that one that did you literally can't understand. I thought that was the whole point yeah, of it. Yeah, that's kind of like what it is. Yeah, huh? Chewing tobacco and at the same time like yeah. <laughs> 
you watch don't think it too. you're bad when you got a Pollock making fun of a Cajun. Oh my god. Bro. <laughs> In my country, we have like all different type of people and all different accents. So. Accents and dialects and everything. Bro, you you would laugh your ass off. It's good stuff. The world is awaiting Kumite V2. It's coming. It's coming. Galathorn. Robbie, would you mind explaining a bit of the history behind this guy, Mike Busby, please? Mm, honestly, I've talked to him maybe once or twice. He reached out to me. Here's the thing that, um, you know, we, we have quite a few ambassadors. I don't know everyone on a personal level, even though I knew everyone before. But right now, I don't even deal with, with ambassadors. We, we have somebody who is actually dealing with them. I know that Mike is posting a lot, like basically nonstop. So when you have ambassadors, ambassador and a sponsored athlete is a completely different thing. We only have maybe two or three actual sponsored athletes. But when it comes to ambassadors, we have quite a few of them. Some of them are very, very low key. Mike is one who is posting a lot. I mean, I can see he's posting a lot, like nonstop. Some people made kind of comments where I think that uh, maybe he's misunderstood a little bit. But I, I, I got to talk to him a few times. He, he's a very, very nice guy. Uh, he's a martial artist. Uh, he fought in MMA, I believe. In fact, I think he's fighting for a title sometime soon. But uh, in terms of history, there is no history. I remember, I think, if I'm not mistaken, his friend, who is uh, a Paul Nutrition customer, reached out to us and asked, uh, you know, if he could be an ambassador. And, uh, you know, I mean, typically when we open the door, we give a chance to, we, we don't take ambassadors all the time. It's typically every couple of months that we will reevaluate and we'll open the door briefly. And, um, I mean, he's very enthusiastic. And I, uh, my personal opinion, he's a good guy. Um, I have nothing but positive things to say about him, maybe a little bit over excited so to speak and maybe a little bit uh aggressive when it comes to promoting a palm but i mean you know everybody does whatever they do and we don't i at least i i don't judge when it comes to something like that but i i know he posts a lot non-stop and he definitely got a lot of attention uh mostly good but at the same time you know i mean there is no history it's just a palm ambassador that's all i can say okay uh, By the way, do you have the ambassador program or something? Yeah, we do, but we, we typically will open the door like every couple of months. Mostly Daniel Pierce, who the one who handles it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they will like, you know, make a post or something like that. Then they will get a couple of applications and stuff. And then based on that, that's how they do it. Mm. Good Luke. What's your opinion on, on Galaxons? Some formulas have unique twists, but everything seems overpriced for what's inside and often underdosed ingredients. Hmm. Always any opinions on Galaxon? I, you know what, I'll, I'll, I, I can answer it. I mean, I, I, I personally like, I always like uh, something that is different and something that's creative. I know people behind Glaxon are good people. Um, you know, I, I've talked to Michael. I've, I've talked to a bunch of, of guys, and uh, they. Uh, it's. Uh, I, I definitely see. Like, I'm not gonna argue with Luke. 
I definitely see the point. And yes, I mean, we all part of the industry and, you know, if we're being fully transparent, then yes, some of the ingredients kind of raise an eyebrow for sure when it comes to dosages. Uh, I mean, denying it would make us liars right now, so I'm not going to go that route uh, in defending Glaxon, but um, their creativity when it comes to labels and how they position their products and uh, how they do their marketing is definitely, definitely unique. To call them out and say that they underdosing and they shit, well, then we're going to have to call out 99% of the industry. Um, they definitely not a shit brand when it comes to it. Maybe they're not the greatest hardcore badass premium brand, but I never seen them claim to be one. Uh, I think that they maintain their own following. They have they created kind of like a whole little style, so to speak, and they're sticking to it. I mean, you could compare them to Ghost in a in a way. You know, they have their own style. They have their own uh, following. They're not trying to step on anyone's territory. They don't make. At least I haven't seen them make bold claims and stuff like that. In terms of pricing, I always lo look at it from this uh, perspective. Number one, everything's about to go up. It's already going up. Number two, uh, they are a fully transparent company. Their labels are definitely not cheap. So they're definitely putting uh, you know, top dollar when it comes to presentation and marketing and whatnot. Um, the formulas, in my opinion, I wouldn't call them great. But I would definitely say that they're good. And they're definitely not afraid to take risks. And for that, I think they deserve respect. Um, again, and in terms of price, this is my opinion. You know what? I've been called out also when it comes to, like, say, for example, price of Assassin or something like that. But when you have a fully transparent product and it's fully, fully, fully stacked, um, at the end of the day, the company can ask whatever price they want. It's up to them, and it's up to the consumer whether to pay that price or not. Um, you know, case in point, I get chicken and rice from a place next door to a pond for years right now, and it's always been $12. It's always been $12 for chicken and rice, and I get extra chicken, so I never argued. Uh, two days ago, I went in there, and the price was $15 for exactly the same meal, and I didn't argue either. Did I like that the price is up $3, which is 20%? No, I didn't like it. You know, I don't like when the price goes up $0.05. Cents. Nobody likes when the price is increased or it's more expensive or expensive. But I reserve the right not to go there again. Or, and I reserve the right to shut the fuck up and pay if I like it, if I'm happy with service and quality and whatnot. So, you know, at the end of the day, the company, it's their right to charge whatever they want. And it's up to the consumer. If they... You know, Glaxons came out, I believe, uh, last year, right, Shane? They only started, I think, last year. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they end of 2019. And they were nominated for a brand of the year by uh, by Stacked, uh, which is, you know, it's a huge uh, accomplishment in my opinion. And you all guys yeah, know hey, how. That's I, why. Yeah, you, you know how I feel about those things. So, <laughs> and I think they deserved it. I think they deserved it. So, at the end of the day. You know, uh, no, no, no arguments, Luke, with what you said. But um, it's if you don't like the product, just buy something else. But uh, they are a solid brand, in my opinion. I don't think their prices are too bad. Yeah, I mean, no, the, it's not. It's not the form. The formulas. No, I haven't tried anything from Blackstone that didn't work. That's always no, my note. Like it always does. Like 
I always feel like their formulas aren't the typical, like eight grams of citrulline. Like they don't always have that full feeling, but a lot of them mix together ingredients that aren't exactly common. Um, and they, they just, they just always work. And I think it's a good relation to ghost. Like, um, yeah, pre workouts, the same price as ghost. So, and they do run sales. So, I mean, it, to me, it's, yeah, but you know what you, you saw, I don't know if you saw the, um, <coughs> um, the review that TJ posted about ghost. And, uh, you know, I actually watched it, and uh, Lucas sent it to us. I, I actually watched the review. I didn't send and, it. It was TJ, not me. Oh, TJ said it. Yeah, so I, I, I watched the review, and I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, and not only did I enjoy the review, I also agreed with the review. You know, it's not your typical in-your-face, you know, crazy-dosed formula or anything like that. But like Shane said, I mean, you do feel it. You know, to what extent you feel it and, you know, what are your needs and goals? You know, you can always turn to Ghost or you can turn to, I mean, Salucor or you can go with Glaxon or Apollon. You know, it's, uh, there are levels to this, basically. There are levels I would put any of the Glaxon pre-workouts above Ghost, though. I mean, I like, I don't I've tried it, but I would still, but, and, and they're similar price. Are you talking in price. terms of intensity or like fact, like how hard hitting? Are you talking about quality of effects or what do you like? You, well, Glaxon what's your has, for putting Glaxon, one above the other? Glaxon has you. No, I'm saying any because they have you covered. They got three pre workouts. They got GFY, they got Yo Yo, and then they have the regular. Mm-hmm. I would say the regular is probably closest to uh, um, Legend, but it's still like the comprehensiveness of any of them. I think the only difference is between them all is. As you get higher, like GFY is slightly higher stim, and then you've got Yo-Yo, which is a little bit less, and then the regular one, which is like less stimulating again. But I don't know. I feel like they're slightly a notch above. But so I guess to call them expensive, I don't know. I, I would. I wouldn't. No, I, I wouldn't call. I would. I wouldn't call any brand expensive because at the end of the day, oh, you know what? Uh, on it, on it. The the well, black yeah, yeah, yeah was, okay, uh, that that that's legit, and uh, that the, was a bit rude. yeah, we work out from Cage. The what was it? The one for thirty bucks that has. No, see, uh, that wasn't. I didn't think. See, I, that was twenty bucks. That that was the thing. Oh, it was twenty bucks. Okay, that, we, we were sitting there going like, "This is like a fifteen dollar formula." So when it came out at twenty, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." No, that's it was actually 20. about right. That's not too bad. I think it was twenty. I can't remember if it was 20 or 25. I think it was 20. I can't remember. But, but you know what? It doesn't matter what we think. Uh, the company reserves the right to charge whatever. But I think his point yeah. is about the fact that, you know, some of the ingredients are underdosed. And again, I saw underdosed ingredients with pretty much 99.9% of the companies to, you know, you're going to see like, 10 ingredients and one of them is going to be underdosed. I mean, we've seen this happen time and again, but I don't think it's a problem. I, I don't think it's a problem. And again, if that bothers me, like I'm just not going to purchase it. That's it. But you know, clearly they have the market. Clearly they have the following. I mean, look, look, Jim Stepani has an amazing following. Absolutely amazing. You can criticize the guy for so many things, but at the end of the day, he's doing phenomenal. But they all create the all kind of a niche, following the own niche market. And uh, I just like think that Glaxon is probably, if not the most, then at least one of the most creative companies out there. They definitely like, uh, they don't lack creativity. And like you said, they have three different types of pre-workout uh, for, for different needs and, and whatnot. So 
you know, overpriced. I mean, most most pre workouts on the market, most pre workouts on the market, and you can factor also the fact that uh, Glaxon <laughs> manufactures their own products. So obviously, for them, it's a little bit cheaper than having you know a contract manufacturer. But most you know pre workouts on the market cost five, if not less, to ten, eleven dollars on average to manufacture. By the time they reach the final consumer, most of them range anywhere between thirty to as high as sixty or more dollars. So you know, so you would think, oh, you know what? I'm getting ripped off. Uh, no, you're not, because when you take into consideration the cost of labels, the cost of transportation, salaries, storage, um, you know, shipping, all those things. When you take into consideration, I mean, you know, the company, the only way for the company to survive is to actually make profit. And, uh, you know, they, they take all those things into account so they can they can charge whatever they want and whatever they want. And it's up to us to whether we pay or not. You know, it's the same thing when it comes to cars. You know, some of us buy Lamborghinis and some of us buy Kias. Yeah. Okay. You know what you can, as far as pricing, you can uh, like uh, talk about or debate as far as like, I don't know, yeah, charge, I, I, charge, I, I, charge. Charles Glass formula or Michael Hearn, but you know, as far as like Glaxon, I don't think they exactly. uh, their exactly. pricing their pricing is is super high, especially for what they're charging for. If yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Plus, I think plus Charles people, Glass is plus people, people, don't, people don't understand one thing that you know uh, they need to like look at the label from from the bottom to the top, and it's not only that. Uh, you know, they they will use, let's say, you know, three grams of citrulline, while others will use, let's say, six or seven, uh, you know, grams. The the ingredients need to like work together, and they also need to like, you know, be uh, be matched. I would say so. That's the thing when it comes to formulation, and I think that Robert can speak about it even more because he's a formulator and he knows how to like, you know, play with the ingredients so they can, like, you know. Uh, complement with each other but as far as like you know the pricing i uh, i do i do agree with what you said that you know it's 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 not like the the gold standard of it all you need to look at other aspects of, of the product and then you know say if is it worth it or not yeah no you're right and i and i think and i think that uh you know you made a very very good point here lucas because when you look at the product like say Glaxon's pre-workout or Ghost or, uh, or or any company, you know, from good to bad. When you look at any product, and you you probably will find something slightly under those, or slightly off, or whatever. You will probably, and in most cases, actually, you will. But the bottom line again is that we are we talking about minor things, and the consumer reserves the right to pick and choose because the market is. It's wide open. There are so many choices for everybody, uh, for for budgets and and and, and needs and, and goals and whatnot. Now, uh, but you made a good point between, like, say, for example, where you have a product like Glaxon, which is a solid product. It's a solid brand. Is it the best? Probably not. But there is no such thing as the best. But you're not going to get ripped off. That's the bottom line. It's a solid brand. But when you take some uh, a product like you said, Michael Hearns, or you have a product like Charles Glasses, that you know, I mean, profit-wise, 
way, 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 way more because I mean, they literally put nothing in the products. Like I don't even like, I would not be comfortable calling those products a pre-workout because I think that's a, that's disrespectful to the real pre-workouts out there. But that's, that's, you know, I, I don't think, basically what I'm trying to say, I don't think it's right to call out Glaxon and say that they underdosing and overpriced when you have a product like Charles Glasses who puts his reputable name onto the container, but he has a total garbage, you know, <laughs> we can, there is four of us and each and everyone can pick whether we like prefer a ghost or Glaxon or a pollen or, or morphogen and each one of us is going to be right because it's our own preference. But none of us ever will pick Charles Glass's pre-workout. It's just not humanly possible because that's not a pre-workout. That's a disgrace. That's a slap in the face to the consumer. That's, uh, you know, that insults our intelligence. And those are the products that should be called out, not Glaxon. Yeah. Your money's worth with Glaxon, I think. Yeah, and I I would agree with that. And just to, to, I guess, put an end cap on this, the guys at Glaxon... Are, are very sharp and on the up and up when it comes to do like they don't mess around with any gray area materials they don't mess around with the they don't manufacture stuff with new pept in it any of that stuff so they don't even bring those kind of materials into their facility so props to, to michael the owner at glaxon for that first of all the cso joey is one of the smartest motherfuckers in in our industry i mean he understands mechanisms and pathways in the body like few people in our industry really do so if doses seem a little weird uh it's because he's found I'm not going to say a loophole or like an end around on, but he understands how these ingredients can work in either a complementary or synergistic fashion fashion to potentiate the effectiveness in the end. Um, Joey really knows his shit. I mean, he's, he's the formulator of C4 for God's sake. He, he knows this shit. What he used to back when C4 was like a legitimately strong kick-ass pre-workout. Um, him and I have had lots of discussions and, you know, it continue. I, I think I, I, I know a fair amount of stuff. I still think Joey knows a, far more about certain things in the industry than, you know, I'm, I'm always learning things from him. He's been a very good resource and somebody that I, I always have discussions. We were just talking, texting back and forth last Saturday about some new, some of that new Velocitol research and so some of it kind of seems a little suspect. I'll just put it that way. Um, but uh, no, if Glaxon puts dosages in a product for a specific reason, I can guarantee you they're there. Joey's actually testing stuff in a, in a lab with different ingredients and, and mixing and matching stuff. So they, they do extensive testing uh, both, you know, anecdotally checking the quality of raw materials and all that stuff. So I, I think they're top-notch brand. Everything I've tried for them has been, you know, stellar yeah. from flavoring to just effects. And I like Shane was saying earlier, so I have zero qualms. At first, you know, when I first saw Glaxon's labels, I was a bit skeptical at first. But then you start using them and you start speaking to the guys behind the brand. And it just, they've <coughs> they made a believer out of me. So yeah. I don't think you'd be wasting your money at all trying some of their products, especially the new versions of Specimen and the Yo-Yo Blend. Whew, that thing kicks. That that fucker kicks. Uh, you are being biased. <laughs> yeah. This is a non-paid endorsement for Glaxon, too. <laughs> Robbie, what's the feedback like on resistance? Now, we, we, Robbie, I'm going to say, because we got another question in the feed about uh, potential uh, enforcement of getting for the... Uh, Mm. cough um and so we're not going to say any any of those things because youtube has a very nasty way of uh either demonetizing for just the word being mentioned or suppressing it for people oh no no absolutely we're we're not going to say anything like that i'll say that 
and I don't know, I don't know what how comfortable you feel about saying anything as a brand owner. I'm just going to say Sandy has gone through two bottles of it. She's been through it all last year. Never had a, a cough at all last can year. I, can well, I also say one thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, when uh, you first released the uh, the resistance, I was probably one of the first guys that like reached out to uh, Herbie as far as like you know picking up some some bottles, not only for myself but also for my mother. Back in the day, uh, back then she was battling cancer, as you guys know. Yeah. So she was on it like most of the time, and through uh, like I would say seventy percent of her chemo and post chemo. She was taking resistance all the time, and she also said that you know, as far like feeling of well-being and you know uh, being in a you know in a better state, I would say of in in, in general, she she felt she felt uh, a lot better. So I think that it it had like uh, a, a massive influence on her body, and I think it helped her. So. I'm not. I'm not here saying you know that this is a golden gold standard or anything like that. But I think that you know the uh, the, the profile of and the ingredients definitely uh, had an impact. Yeah, uh, Chris. I mean, in terms of feedback, I mean, I can't say that you know people are talking about it like the feedback about assassin a whole again because it's not something that you're going to feel instantly or anything like that uh but just to give you kind of like a quick uh, run around about uh, um you know on the resistance the idea actually came from lucas believe it or not the idea came from lucas he reached out to me actually about a few health products and he started sending me like all kind of research about this ingredient and that ingredient and uh at first, uh, I was, ha you know, I was, I, 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 I resisted. Because, Love this motherfucker. Yeah, because I resisted because uh, it just didn't feel like a palm. You know, it didn't feel like it, like it belongs. It, it, it kind of like, like threw me off a little bit. And uh, I didn't think that we were able to sell it. But then, you know, a few conversations with Lucas and then a few conversations with Marina, who is a pharmacist, you know, kind of doing research what sells at the pharmacy, what people use for immune system. Then, yes, seeing a few products that were released on the market by other companies as well and being extremely competitive, I went back to Lucas and I said, like, well, I'm not very knowledgeable when it comes to those things and I will never make a claim that I know something that I don't. So I was not very knowledgeable on the ingredients when it comes to something for immune system. But I did say to Lucas, I was like, I'm not going to fucking release something that everybody else, uh, else is releasing. So Robert got involved as well. Marina was involved. Lucas was, in, uh, was involved. And they started like pitching more and more ideas. And what came together, and this I can say because I often say there is no such thing as a best pre-workout. But I can say this with pure confidence that this is the best immune system product on the market because I compared it to everything out there and the research even on cursing that uh, uh, Lucas uh, recently forwarded to us and they every each and every ingredient in that product is just fucking stellar. I mean, it's been I mean, we released it on January 1st and I was very skeptical. It's an expensive product. So we. Uh, we released only a thousand units and I honestly thought that we're going to be selling this for fucking years and it's going to expire. It was, we were out of stock within a month. We were completely out of stock where I had to, you know, to back the, the manufacturer to like do a quick run for us. 
and uh, you know it's part of our inventory uh i can't say right now but i know that only two three months ago um i i have to check with carolina it was her top three selling product so imagine when i i believe when when i when uh when it was going on it was resistance uh caramel macchiato protein and hooligan those were the top three sellers i mean it's a pollen nutrition and then it you know resistance finds itself as a top three seller the only negative again being being transparent the only negative feedback but i don't think it justified so i completely ignored it was the fact that it's seven capsules but then again when you have something that stacked i mean it's not something that can be avoided and but again i only heard it maybe from a handful of people oh it's seven capsules it's a lot of capsules i don't like capsules you know but i don't think that it's criticism it's just people don't understand when you have that many ingredients and such huge dosage it's just I mean, I'm surprised that it's not 10, to be honest. And I think that those that appreciate the kind of product that it is, I don't think they would complain if it was 12 capsules either, because yeah. when you buy every single fucking individually, that's way more than 10 capsules easily. So, you know, me personally, I'm extremely proud of it. Uh, you know, again, I'm very, very grateful to Robert and obviously Lucas for their contribution to it. But, um, in terms of feedback, I mean, other than positive, really nothing. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's just a, a, an end cap there. You can just, if you don't like taking seven caps at once, just break it up. You know, take three in the morning or four in the morning with breakfast, take the other three with dinner or the other four with dinner. Um, exactly. Gerhard brings up a good point. It's hard to review products that don't offer an acute effect or an acute effect you can't feel. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Multivitamins, immune support formulas. Uh, even some nootropics, like if it's more of like a, a brain health thing, like say it's a combination of like CoQ10, ALA, Bacopa, Monieri, Pine Bark Extract or something, you might feel a little bit from it, but just overall like neuro support, you're not going to feel much acute from it. That's why a lot of these places put beta alanine or caffeine or any of those kind of things, because those things you feel, you know. Like yeah, and, and, and even with fat burners and pre-workout, I have this guy who's been pretty annoying and uh, he, 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 he sends me a message. He goes, if I use chaos, will I, will I lose 15 pounds? And my answer is, I don't know. <laughs> How the fuck do I know? I don't sure. know. He goes to me, How, what do you mean you don't know? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. You might lose two pounds. You might not lose anything. You might lose 25 pounds. I don't know. You know, it's not something. And even though it does have a cute effect, but you don't know because it's a fucking diet. It's your genetics. Yeah. It's your training. It's your age. It's your gender. There are so many things that go into it. How the fuck do I know? I don't know. And if I if I did say like oh yeah you will lose shitload of weight because it's the best fat burner on the market, I mean come on I can't say that there's just no feedback on that everybody reacts differently. Agreed, agreed. Five dollar donation from Brooke. Thank you, Brooke. You are awesome. Oh, yeah. So generous. <laughs> donation towards a comb for Shane, nootropic from Robert, aircon for Lucas, hitman for Robbie for whoever leaks a pollen secrets. Oh cow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Brooke responding See, to Luke's earlier con. question. She said aircon. She's doing that to just be a smart ass. Are you sure? Or is it just you? Brooke, have you ever used the term aircon before this podcast? Uh, She's going to say, yeah. I'm putting my $5, she did. Yeah. Uh, I must took some specimen yo-yo only half any more than niacin flushes unbearable. Great euphoria and energy. Yeah, if, if you know anything about Joey, he loves himself oh, yeah. some niacin. That's like the one thing that... that I just it just fucks me up is that I'm like 
You yeah. go, you go like a fraction more than what you can take. You turn, you turn red. Like, like it's just ridiculous. Read that comment for me. If someone, if someone me, you don't go outside in Florida seventy-five percent of the year. Never heard of aircon. There we go. Well, okay. If someone ever you have me. one other person. <laughs> me and Brooke, we're holding it on the fort. Will Kumite V1 to V2 be the biggest upgrade profile-wise Apollon has ever had? Ooh, mm, that's a good question. That's a really good question. What do you think? Uh, yes. I mean, I actually classify it as a completely new product. New name, new product, new everything. I mean, it was going to have some of the ingredients from the previous one. But uh, I would say that this is like, yeah, this is like a pretty much, I mean, even going from capsules to powder. So this is, I, I hesitate calling it an upgrade. Okay. Sup's on deck, or can you let me know where to find the research to read for myself? Can, the first half of your comment did not make it through the feed. So can you repost what ingredient or product or training modality or nutrition program you were referring to and then we can maybe direct you on that but the first half of uh, the comment did not make it through uh, jojo with some like julius maddox who what i assume is training properly but in the long run is it hurting him lifting those amounts of weights and being that heavy uh so you know julius maddox record-setting power lifter i mean look at guys like thor and eddie hall i mean they move thousands and thousands of pounds and they got you know three four hundred pounds it's gonna have an adverse effect on your body over the long term i mean depending on how long you do it how crappy your form is or all the kind of things you have to do what other measures are you taking to take care of yourself i mean it's gonna have some long-term effects but it's kind of goes back to the thing we said last week and something i touched on with sandy on thursday is that performing at the extremes of human limits it's amazing it's probably not the best for your like general everyday overall health and wellness and longevity, but that's where you're kind of that's where the give and take is. Do you want to be you know your name forever in the record books or for as long as it was like? Do you want to go down the annals of human history of powerlifting or do you want to maybe live as long as possible? Because getting yourself to freak status isn't the same thing as you know optimizing your life for longevity. It's two different things there. I, I think that you know what I think the key here is training properly. I mean, I would assume that, you know, that obviously being an athlete of uh, Maddox's caliber, he does train properly, or at least properly for him. Granted that he's getting the results that he's getting, but it's the same thing as Branch Warren, who was criticized for his form for so many years, but it clearly works for him, whatever the fuck he does. So yeah. who are we to argue with the form? But uh, what Robert said, I mean, it's definitely going to have a long-term effect, and it will be a negative effect guaranteed. But we're talking about elite athletes in various sports. To be an elite athlete is to be to to do things that average mortal people will not do. You have to elevate your game to extremes. And I mean, look at uh, Muhammad Ali. Look at uh, uh, Chuck Liddell. I mean, his slurred speech and stuff like that after getting hit so many times in the head. I mean, it's pretty obvious. And the man is still not even 50, I believe, or maybe around 50 or something. Like, No, I think he's like 45. Um, you know, it takes its toll. You know, there are some soccer players who lost their legs, you know, from all the damage that they 
they got, I mean, how many concussions, and not just in combat sport, but uh, football and rugby and, and all those <laughs> sports. But yeah. just you train at that level, it's inevitable. And for powerlifting, I mean, look at Ronnie Coleman, bodybuilding, you know, I mean, yeah. the, the, the guy suffered. Uh, then you have, I'm not even talking about pharmaceuticals that, uh, you know, dropping people dead left and right and causing all kind of kidney failures and this failure and all that. Um, it just as professional athletes or athletes of a high caliber or those that are trying to be those, I mean, there is a risk. There is a risk and, uh, you know, the diet is not a healthy diet. You know, eating nothing but chicken breast or something like that cannot be healthy for you. You know, training with such intensity and such, uh, you know, poundages and such weights cannot be good for your joints, especially in the long run. Maybe you don't feel it in your 20s, in your 30s, but 40s, 50s, 60s, when you're actually still a relatively young man, you will definitely feel it. It's, it's inevitable. You know, there is a reason why guys, even guys like me, are on TRT at the age of 45, 46 because of the stuff that, um, maybe partially because of the things that I've done earlier, you know, my testosterone levels are not exactly where they need to be or I want them to be. Um, you know, so I think that it's, um, it, it's inevitable that you're going to get either hurt or you're going to have some effects when you older when it's going to happen nobody knows because again it's uh, we all different and you know depends what kind of sport you play etc etc but uh training properly all elite athletes are training properly i mean that's the reason why they elite train athletes you know because clearly what they're doing is getting them to that level of being an elite athlete so we cannot argue with whether they train properly or not it is proper it's definitely yeah. proper but will it have adverse uh, effects I would go and say a hundred percent yes. In reference to Brooke's donation, sorry Shane, she was being a total smartass. You look perfectly fine with your hair all ragamuffin. Have you heard that expression before, ragamuffin? Yeah, my mom said it. Okay. All right, oh, yeah. actually, you know what? Related question, Shane. Uh, you've done swimming. I mean, you were a competitive swimmer, right? Yeah. When did you start? At what age? Oh, I fucking. I wasn't very talented. So no, no, that was, doesn't matter. What, what, how I think I, I, I learned when I was five, and then I stopped, and then I started at ten. But I knew guys like some of the bigger ones. Like it, 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 it more depends on your how good you are. Like I started at ten, but never went to nationals until like fourteen. But I knew guys that started at nine, and swam at like Olympic trials at twelve or thirteen. So it's like. <clears throat> what, what's typical? Are there any like consequences later in life for swimmers in general? Because I'm not very familiar. Uh, like, say, for example, like when it comes to shoulder pain or something like that, rotator uh, cuff or something. I mean, it's. I, I'm assuming it depends on you. Because, like, I did. I was a breaststroker, so like, I wasn't really. But I didn't do the butterfly or freestyle all that much. But typically, with breaststrokers, because your knees are pretty much being whiplashed out. You get knee problems, but then like that wasn't. It was only common for breaststroke because I probably only knew one or one that had the problem. And some of his shoulders were like, I mean, you're spinning them round. What you're doing? Fucking fifteen per lap. You're doing how many laps a day? I mean, if you just stood there and spun your arms around, they're probably gonna get some problems anyway. Um, but I never heard of like a consistent injury. 
Okay. I'd heard of like a, like a rotator cuff, but I only knew like it, it wasn't like a, you know you always had one swimmer that was out for the season. It was never ever no one ever had a detrimental injury that I knew of. Um, it's just if anything, I think it's pretty it's pretty pretty straightforward, pretty safe sport. Yeah. I mean, no one's hitting you. Yeah. He's just splashing in the water and just doing it fast. Yeah. Uh, one thing I guess we can go back. We, I mean, we always talk about Ronnie tearing his shit up and stuff like that, but he doesn't regret it for a second. Yeah, and we, we can almost look at the other opposite end of the spectrum. Jay Cutler won the Olympia and has no significant his, history of injuries or anything like that. So, I mean, there, there's a genetic component to it. There's the way you trained. So, I mean, he performed at the highest levels, got shredded, got as massive as, you know, any human can really get. He hasn't had any major injuries or and granted he's only he's what fifty now? Jay? Yeah. He's yeah. Forty eight, forty nine, fifty, somewhere around there. Yeah, almost 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 fifty. Yeah, I mean, he's- actually actually if you go back to Jay I want to say around uh, 2000, maybe three or four, he had a problem. <laughs> he had a problem where one side of his body was significantly smaller than yeah. the other side of his body. There was some kind of a nerve damage. I remember that. That mm-hmm. actually, I, I, I don't know how, somehow I think he fixed it, but not entirely. But there was a symmetry issue that was, he was always, right, Lucas? Yeah, he yeah, was like, that's uh, correct. Yeah, yeah he, he, he was criticized or something, and then there was um, also either a bicep tear or something like that in yeah. one, in one yeah. of the well, in one of his, the Olympians. Yeah. Maybe the last his one. Last one, yeah. The, yeah. Possibly his last one. Yeah, there was a, like a muscle tear also, and I'm pretty sure, like you know, I, I I'm not gonna say definitely, even though I'm pretty sure that you know Jay is uh, I think about a year older than me or two years, so he's about 47, 48. I'm pretty sure he's on TRT. I'm pretty sure like those things. There's probably like some aches and and pain here and there. But you're right. Nothing significant as far as we know. But then uh, again, if you looked at Jay, Jay trained the exact opposite of Ronnie. He actually did the warm-up sets and better uh, technique and proper form and just a little bit more methodical and didn't like, you know, uh, use insane amount of weights also. So I think that that definitely prolongs your uh life as an athlete and definitely you know jay is very intelligent not saying that ronnie is stupid uh because ronnie is actually very intelligent man but that's the way he enjoyed training they just he loved that intensity and jay took his health i guess or you know maybe longevity or maybe his safety a little bit more serious and uh you know approach it from that perspective but you're right you know jay is not as broken down say as ronnie or dorian yeah they differed because you know when jay was training he wasn't like trying to like you know smash a lot of weights comparing to ronnie ronnie was like a completely another whole level he also was competing in the powerlifting so keep that in mind so uh when ronnie was when ronnie was training he always like wanted to like smash records basically you know and I remember like few Fibos, you know, and even, you know, when he arrived to, uh, to the hotel, he was like, you know, uh, uh, where's the, where's the gym? Where's the gym? So we, when we went to the gym, you know, and he, even, even, you know, when he was on his wheelchair, he, he was still like trying to like smash rec- records and, you know, put on some 
quality weight. So yeah, man. But as far as like Jay, Jay's right now training on like a, a whole other level. He's still training, but the the weights are like uh, I I wouldn't say like even like seventy percent of what he was training, you know, back in the days. So yeah, yeah but. That's that's why that's why you know he he's in in a, in a good shape that he's right now. So yeah, that's, yep. that's, that's a good thing, you know, about it. Jay has nerve damage on his right side and a torn bicep. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess nothing to the degree to which Ronnie has been no, affected no, no, by no. a long term oh, no. or something like that is where I was going with it. I would um, say only maybe from aesthetic standpoint, but you know. As far as like you know, the, the this torn bicep is like messing with him, but you know he has a, still like a full functioning of of, of, of this of his right. Yeah, side. yeah. I don't think his bicep was torn off the bone. I could be wrong. No, 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 yeah, no. no. Like no. A tear bicep. It didn't rip. It, it didn't was a tear. Yeah, it was like a tear. Yeah, correct. Uh, Alex, shoulder yeah. pain from years of rugby. Always warming up my rotator cuffs on push days. Yep, that's. That's a good. That's a good plan to do. So you see, rugby players. That that's a sport where I'm like, I'm pretty sure when you when you play at the World Cup or whatever, there's probably like one guy who doesn't have an injury on the team. Where like they've all got something, or broken or nurturing or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. I, like a, I never yes. got hurt more. Hockey's another in, one of those. Yeah, I never got hurt more in any sport, and I mean any sport than yeah, playing man. rugby. Rugby was rough. I was beaten up. Yeah, I mean they run at each other and smash each other to the gr- without anything, it, no pads. And they're like, yeah. I'm just sitting there like, what about your heads? What if you smack heads and they just get knocked out and they're like, ah, oh, okay, you're off, you're off on concussion. And yeah. then I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's it's a brutal sport, man. Definitely. My little my 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 little tiny uh, teenage body was was not built for <laughs> for rugby. Because it was one of those ones where they made you do it at like in PE at school, and I was always like, "I'm not fucking playing with these dudes. You guys are fucking giants." Bro, just imagine now. I would. I still want to do it now. This is. I, I, I said this. I was talking to my friend about this. I said I find bodybuilding so fascinating. It's like one of those, like coming from a sporting background, right? Like you see a gymnast or you see a swimmer, and you're like, "Man, I like those shoulders," and then. The, the bodybuilding thought process is, is not, okay, let's do some muscle-ups, let's do some laps in the pool, let's do some whatever. The thought process is, what limited exercise can I do and apply a dumbbell or weight to to get muscles yeah. that look like that? And it's a completely different, like, so like you might have legs like a cyclist, but there's no fucking way you're going to better get on the, velo, uh, the velodrome and go around a few laps, are you? Yeah. It's, I, I said it's such a crazy, it's like you literally try and find... Like not that it's easy, but you find the the shortest method, and you find the easiest method to get that muscle to look a certain way, and then you do yeah. that for different parts of your body. Whereas like you see a, a rock climber who's got like crazy forearms, probably doesn't do a forearm curl in his life, right? It's just uh, I just always find it so fascinating. Even though I do it every day, I'm like, it's so weird that none of these muscles are as functional as people would think. <laughs> Sridhar, Assassin V8, intensity of V6 plus the great taste of V7. Hmm. Right. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to answer this. Do you honestly think 
when we do a flavor or something like that, we go like, <laughs> okay, let's make it very intense, but we have to make it taste like shit. That's not our goal. We always we go for a good taste. We, we, we always go for a good taste. Unfortunately, it comes down to ingredients and everything else. Um, I got an idea, Robbie. For the next version of Assassin, we call it battery acid, and we intentionally make it taste as horrific as possible. I wanna, I'm curious to see how, how many units it would sell because people know what they're signing up for. If you're calling it battery acid, just go for it. Oh, yeah, 100%. But, but you know what? I got a suggestion. You need to like look for the ingredients that like will mess up the flavor the most. Yeah, you, you know, you know what? This should be your main goal. I, I like the fact that you know everybody has a suggestion. It's like they think that they ordering a fucking pizza in a restaurant. You know, can you sprinkle this one with a little bit of feta cheese and then show me on the side? It's a fucking thousands of units of product. We go with the most popular one. V7 is way, way, way more popular than we V6. So that's just ridiculous. But, uh, you know, it's not about the intensity from this or taste from that. It's the same thing as you go to a restaurant and you're going to say, you know what, I know Shane and Robert, so I would like lots of bacon and lots of chicken, Shane style, but please on the side, make sure that you serve a good amount of vegetables and make sure you cut with Robert's knife. I mean, that's not how it fucking works. You know what? You either like the product or you don't. We obviously pay attention to the market. We obviously pay attention to the feedback, but majority, not per one individual. You know what? It, it's, it's the same thing like, you know, when I, when I used to get it at the gym. We just got like shitload of new equipment. There is a fucking global pandemic. Gyms are going out of business. But we got like shit lot of equipment and shit lot of dumbbells and we invested like thirty to forty thousand uh, dollars. And for me, for most part, the members would come up to me and say like, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. You know, great machines and stuff like that. But just that one smart ass guy would come to me and would say, you know what? I also think you need to get that machine. Uh, you know what? Why don't you fucking sponsor and buy it for the gym? Why don't you you come and you telling me what to do? I mean, seriously, it, give us five or, grand for it. Uh, no, and I, I had another guy who actually we bought all that. Everybody is happy. He comes to me. What else are you getting? <laughs> really? Like that? That? That's your feedback? You know? I mean, come on. Yeah, Bro, that I is. I I, I had uh, I had somebody called the gym and I picked up the phone. The guy goes like, "I'm an IFBB pro." I'm going to come to the gym with my friends. So can we, can we get the uh, free passes? And I'm like, why would you get free passes? Well, because I'm on IFBB pro. I'm like, so what, you know, well, I, I would think that a would give me a, a free pass to the gym and to my friend. I'm like, where do you usually train? I train at LA fitness. Do you pay membership? Yes, I do. So why wouldn't you pay to a Well, a is a hardcore gym. So I figured I can come for free. Like, it's always there is that one guy with a special, you know, request or, you know, or he knows better than others. You know, yeah. it, it is what it is. It's like the same thing we said. And this is not a rant or anything like that on Street R or anything. You know, it's the same thing as Luke said about Glaxon. If you don't like the product, just simply don't buy. There are so many other choices. But it does not mean that the product is bad. If you like more intensity, sorry. 
Assassin is what it is. Majority of people like it. The fact that 5,000 units sold out in less than a week, something that we've never had before, that's a good indication that people like it. Of course, we wanted a great flavor, and I think we succeeded, so I'm glad we did. What about eight? Well, the eight is going to be based on success of seven. So it's going to be just like seven, but hopefully better. Hopefully, you know, we'll play with a few ingredients. Obviously, I will consult my team. I will consult Robert. I will talk to Lucas. I will talk to people that are... No, Lu- 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 Lucas is good. Assassin is definitely... He's probably going to tell me to put more no, mushrooms. I'm saying you're it. not consulting me for it. I just... I don't... We're yeah. going for, if you're not making a prop blend, I'm not helping you do it. It is a prop blend. We're doing a prop blend this time. Yeah, finally. But but the thing is, is like... Uh, that there are so call many it, choices. Call it, uh, call it hooligan sport. No, we got to call it green cola flavor. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's just guys buy whatever you want you know if you don't like assassin don't buy assassin if you like assassin buy assassin there are so many choices but stop telling the brands what to do you either like the brand or you don't like the brand you know out of thousands of units that the brand is getting they're not going to make one specifically for you it's not a fucking mcdonald's it's not a restaurant you can't just pick and choose Someone hey Robert, by the way, I am uh, I'm coming to a seminar for the uh, for the Apollo, so uh, uh, you know what? I, I want a discount for the for the day pass. <laughs> you, you, you're gonna be a star. <laughs> Fuck that, man. You know, well, how about this? We kick out branch and we get you. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Brooke, one does not simply sip, just pray and chill. I don't, I don't understand the sip strategy. I don't. Yeah, me neither. Like when I see people, I, I'm sipping throughout the workout. It's not a fucking intro workout. Why are you sipping? I, don't. I mean, do you, do you? So you mix up your pre-workout. How many ounces of water do you like? Just chug all sixteen ounces in like thirty seconds, or do you take? Do you sip it over the course of like five or ten uh, minutes? I take as little water as possible yeah. and I just fucking throw it like a shot yeah. and I'm good to go 15 minutes later. I can't fucking sip. I don't, it's not that, it, it, it's not only, you know, our pre-workouts, but in general pre-workouts, especially the good ones, they're not exactly enjoyable. That's not the purpose of a pre-workout. Mm. The intro workout, BCAs, EAs, protein, 100% taste, <laughs> taste matters. But why would, I mean, and I see it happening. I don't understand dry scooping. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. And I don't understand sipping throughout your workout. So the full dose of pre-workout that you need in your system 15 to 30 minutes before the pre-workout, you actually end up sipping the last sip five minutes before your workout is over. Yeah, I think that's dumb too. But I'm, when I say sip, yeah, like if I'm training, no like say I take it at 10 o'clock, I'll, I'll, I mix it up at 10 o'clock. I'll sip it and it's maybe finished by 10, 10, 10, 15. And then I'm yeah. training at 11 or 11, 15. Yeah. I mean, it's plenty of time. So I've been able to no, sip see, it and I get if, if, if I take it at 10, it's going to kick at 10 past 10, 10, 15. That's usually how it works for me. Yeah. It means so the same I, I, I need to be in the gym in 15 minutes. And it, the gym is at least a 10 minute drive. So I'd rather get in there early, take a shit, and then boom, I'm ready to go. <laughs> Okay. Ritual. Drink a pre-workout, take a shit, and don't sip shit yeah. squat. It's a three-step process for gains. Sip well, you don't squat. want to. You don't want to like. There's nothing worse than getting like in the zone, full 
pumped, working out, exercise, and then you're like, oh damn, I need to take a sh-. And then it just breaks it up. It's like a 10 minute rest period. No one wants that. You know what? I can definitely picture Shane sitting in his office and then fucking taking a pre-workout and then like timing it. Oh, okay, I have about 15 minutes, so five minutes to go to the bathroom and then the drive is 10 minutes. He gets up, he rushes to the bathroom, his daughter is in a way. <laughs> Bro, get the fuck out of my way. Going to the bathroom bathroom and then going to work out. I I, I definitely can picture that. I take a shit shit at the gym. I take a shit at the gym. If it it happens, it's going to be the pre-workout that forces it, if anything. So if I have any in the tank, drop it off. If I don't, let's go. Sucks on deck is sipping on Assassin right now. Tiger's blood flavor. Tiger's blood's good. Shridhar, when I say sip, I sit within five minutes, about 500 mils of water. So that's about 16 ounces for uh, people using freedom units. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, Freedom units. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't about? come up with that. I stole that from... You mean, uh, you mean, you mean the rest of the world? Yeah. <laughs> I stole that from the guys at Stronger by Science, Greg Knuckles and uh, Eric Trexler, which that's another super smart podcast. If you want to get really nerdy about you know lifting and, and supplementation and nutrition stuff, but... Whenever they, they say the metric units, and then Greg will always say, you know, if they're talking pounds or ounces or something, he goes, and that's that's in freedom units. That's not uh, the metric system. So, <laughs> <coughs> uh, where was I going? Jojo, no more than six ounces. Otherwise, it takes too long to punch you in the face. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm the same. He said, he said he's sipping over five minutes. I'm sipping over five seconds. Legitimately. That's it, not it, a sip. It's a chunk. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think if Alex you're sipping, you can't say it. Put that's what? Put the... Nope. Any more than six ounces takes too long to punch you in the face. See, Gerhard's, Gerhard's more in line with me and Lucas. He sips for a half an hour. I don't, I don't get that. You know what? But if I'm limited on time, as, for example, when we trained with, uh, with Shane and Thibault, and I had to like woke up at five and yeah. go to the gym at five thirty. Yeah, that was like uh. Well, yeah, you've got exceptions. There's exceptions boom. for every scenario. Was, but normal operating like, procedure. Chain shots. <laughs> yeah, and I I'm pretty sure I was using like the hotel like uh, like tiny little coffee mugs as well. So you had to stir super low. You couldn't couldn't do a fierce <laughs> stir, otherwise it would come out of the side. Especially yeah. with that much caffeine, if I chug it that quick, I'd be in the rest of them. That's the Shane mantra. That's that's why you prepare. That's why you take a you shit. shit. You shit. What? You're done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so, the shit isn't always guaranteed. The first and the last thing are guaranteed. The shit is not. Sometimes. You know what? It depends on it depends on caffeine content. Because if you like, let's say you smash 500 milligrams of caffeine and hydrous, then you are screwed. That's for sure. Yeah. It all, it all depends on what I, on, on how my diets go. Sometimes I don't need to take a shit. It's all good. Yeah. Some pre's some pre's can't be sipped. I would agree. Like if you've ever tried the uh, the MFit non-stem pump pre-workout, God, that was one of the worst tasting pre-workouts I had ever tried. Like it tasted bad. Almost makes me nauseous when I when I've drank in that one. Uh, Justin Thompson. Thompson. Are nitric oxide boosters, citrulline, nitrosogene, nitrates, pine bark, etc., actually beneficial? I've heard that the body gets to homeostasis quickly, like within minutes. Thoughts? From the research side of things, 
all of these compounds have been shown to improve various markers of either cardiometabolic health or athletic performance, whether it's now, is it strictly attributed to nitric oxide, like increasing nitric oxide in the body? Part of it is yes, but nitric oxide has a, a very, very short half-life. That's why you take things like some of those polyphenols or uh, like, you know, pine bark extract, grapeseed extract, vaso six, some of those polyphenols help extend and improve the bioavailability of nitric oxide in the body for greater efficacy over the long term. But yeah, all of these compounds actually do improve. Like, so it could be improving uh, blood pressure, could be improving markers of endothelial health, like making your your uh, blood vessels actually a little bit more flexible as opposed to being rigid, make them a little bit more open, which is going to support blood pressure, circulation, nutrient delivery, all that stuff. Uh, citrulline also has some fatigue buffering properties and that would help uh, shuttle ammonia out of the cells quicker. So you'll be able to train for a little bit harder, bang out a few more reps before fatigue succumbs and do all that stuff. So it's enhancing metabolite clearance in addition to supporting more blood flow to the working muscles. And so you're going to have a bunch of effects, improve VO2 max, improve energy production, improve metabolite clearance, lower blood pressure, greater blood flow to working muscles. Uh, yeah. So these definitely have uh, benefits. And if not just, I mean, there's, there's tons of studies. I mean, there's even studies on citrulline improving erectile dysfunction. So if all else fails, man, there's a, there's one more reason to load up on citrulline and nitrosogene. Any other thoughts on those guys? Well, speaking of erectile dysfunction, I mean, I was just thinking that, uh, <laughs> you know, you could, you, you could come up with a t-shirt and that's going to be my Christmas gift for Robert citrulline and sheets. Don't forget lion's mane. Yeah, well, do you see that? That's the problem because if I put lion's mane, now I have to put also Lucas's face on the shirt. That's extra money. I'm with you. I'm cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Always be resistance. There we go. <laughs> uh, oh, someone speaking like of Craig. resistance, the uh, Lucas's face, lion's mane, resist the urge. <laughs> I like I like that one. <laughs> Thoughts on someone like Craig Goliath? I have no idea who that is. No clue. He's that big, he's motherfucker. That big motherfucker. <laughs> Just something I, I need yeah. to look up. You got you he's guys never big, you, you guys it, never never saw Craig? He's I'm not, guy, I'm not he's tuned guy, into the. Uh, this guy is like he's on another level. To be. He comes huge. In encyclopedia, yeah, just... in encyclopedia, his his name should be like should pop up when someone would like enter the huge, you know, well, the world. Just, just just muscles. Yeah, this guy's a fucking beast. I, I remember his oh, first. Oh yeah, yeah, Jesus. Is that synthol in his arms, or is that just it's, gear? It's not. It's not photoshopped or anything like that. Because he's natural as well. Of course he is. Yeah. 6'3", 3'50". Too much trunk balloon sandwiches. I would say maintaining this size for your entire life will have detrimental effects. The well, human he, body just simply wasn't going to be like this. Down size now, now, now a bit. Like 30 okay. pounds or something. That's still... Th I mean, being being over 250 isn't good for your long-term health. I think he's right now somewhere around 300 or something. Damn. Does he have an Instagram page? Where's this? Where's this? 
Yeah, central in his uh, in his chest, I think. Just doesn't look. Nah, man, he doesn't use central. He uses he, he uses anabolics a lot, but as far as like central or anything, nah. He, he doesn't know. even compete anyway, so I don't know. I think he's just no, no. Six three wing, three hundred and sixty pounds. I remember. I remember him being on the uh, podcast with Mark Bell. And Mark, when uh, when they talked, he he mentioned that you know he just wants to be be big, and he that's basically it. You know, he doesn't want to compete or anything like that. But I mean, you you laugh at me that taking the pre workout, taking a shit and squatting. This motherfucker is just like I don't know, I'm gonna be big. How are you yeah. gonna achieve it? Yeah. I don't care. I'm gonna be big. That's it. Yeah, I mean that's fine, man. Hey, if he wants to just be that big, he doesn't have to compete. If he just wants to be like an absolute like. Mass monster, go for it. I got no issues with him doing whatever you he know, wants to do with his body. Ronnie has spotters to help him, like load and unload weights for obvious reasons. This guy probably has somebody to wipe his ass. I think that came up. I think that question came up. I remember watching something with him, and someone was asking about that. Sitting or standing? On, maybe he just puts it on a stick. He just, I don't know, reaches around. It's got one of those selfie sticks that he just attaches yeah. like a, a, a toilet paper to or a wipe or something, yeah. like a baby wipe. Or he uses like a, like a, like a, uh, a bidet. Ah, uh, yeah, the... you could do that too. Speaking of which, have you all ever used one of those? I have not. I have. I've I heard have, the description have, have. of it and it freaked me out the first time I heard about one of those things. But apparently they're common. They're just not common here. What, bidet? Yeah. That's too bougie for me. Yeah. It's not a, I went, I remember went to, um, I remember I went to Malaysia for the first time, and uh, I was like, I need to, I need, need to take a shit. We're at a, at a mall, and I roll up, and fucking toilet seats are on the ground, and I was like, well, I guess I'm holding it until we get back to the hotel, because I am not sitting down on the fucking ground yeah. to take a shit. It was just, it, I probably could have got used to it, but the fact that you're presented with that, like, as a surprise, it's not, it's not something you want to, like, just leap right into and shit on the floor right that was just but they had bidets and like i know my brother-in-law he's from egypt and he uh that was basically all he grew up with that's all he knew Mm -hmm. like so they don't really have toilet paper kind of thing and they have one they live here in new zealand he's he got one installed some places you go to like it's just uh like it's just that's just that's just the only option the previous owner of my house had one installed, never used it. So wait, did, how are you sure it actually? I don't even know if I want to go down this rabbit hole. No, you just you just turn the you just blast the hose in your ass, <laughs> in your ass, yeah. but around the ass. Yeah, and then it's it's uh, a. Yeah, how do you like? Off. Do you do like a courtesy wipe to make sure it got everything? Or? Well, see, I've always used the used a bit of paper just to like, like uh, just dry it off. Because yeah. I'm like, because then you go, what are you going to do? You're going to have a wet ass. <laughs> you don't want swamp ass, no. But like, I mean, the pressure on the bidets I've used, I mean, mm-hmm. you're like, it's like water blasting your cheeks, man. It's, if there's anything left, I'd be surprised. That's, yeah. When we so were in Dubai. Why isn't that taken hold? Why isn't that taken hold? Is, is, do you find that as a superior clean than the traditional method of wiping? Hmm. I think it's probably a lot more comprehensive, but it is just, it's just, it's just weird. I never grew up with it. So for me, yeah. I would still go for comfort of wiping, but to hose your ass is a bit weird. 
Lucas, this is the point where I, Lucas, this is the, the point where I want to say that I'm very jealous that it's late at night in Poland because you're about to go to bed. Over yeah. here, it's not even four o'clock and I was about to eat, but now I'm going to be hungry because I don't feel like eating anymore for obvious reasons. So now you're, I'm jealous. You're dieting, so you can, you, you can thank me. I, I'm going to thank you anyway. So, you know, I mean... <laughs> regardless at least i didn't call i didn't say that you look like shit but you yeah. still brought the shit into conversation so I actually i remember when we were in greece it was a it was, i can't remember where we were and they said you couldn't put the toilet paper down the toilet because of the because of the pipes they said that they were they were too in uh, the greek islands mm. and um yeah, you, yeah, yeah yeah it trips me it tripped me out i remember they said oh by the way don't put the toilet paper down the toilet and i'm like where the fuck do i put it and they were like, oh, there's a bin beside the toilet. And I'm like, you better clear that shit out, <laughs> like, daily. But, uh, yeah. And um, I, when we went to Mykonos and we went to Milos, like, years ago, they just said, you, you can't, put it down the, can't put it down the toilet. The pipes are too old and shitty. Well, not shitty, because you don't put the paper down there, but, you know, it's... Uh, it's a good pun, Shane. It's a good pun. You got to put it, there's a little bin beside it. And I was like, that is the, and the bin's not huge. It's like a little, so, so don't use oh, a lot. Damn. It's, it's trippy, man. Interesting. Very, very interesting. I went to Greece and we went to a normal hotel and we had like a... No, I, I don't think it's mainland. I think it's... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. It's my I think it's the islands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably one. There are was... They're all it was, it's weird though. I was like, I never, like bidet, you, you kind of know. Toilet seat on the ground, was completely surprised by that. Toilet paper in the bin? That thing flipped me out, man. Oh, Did damn. not see that. Didn't think it was a thing. Same with the shoes. No shoe, uh, change of shoes in the gym. I would say timeout. No, that, that's, that's a normal thing in, in Europe. You yeah, always I had, I had you never, always never, you know never heard of it. Bro, what pisses, what pisses me off in my gym is like two guys they're always coming you know uh, to the gym in the same shoes and they are training like they're walking all around you know and they're not they're, they, they never change their, their <laughs> fucked up man because you know they they have like the you know the shoes are like super dirty they're like messing you know the floors up all the time and it's like bro it's it's crazy to me, you know. See, if, you, no. if you're going to the gym, just take uh, another another like shoes. Put yeah, it. I think I told it to see Robert when train. we were in in Europe, some places. Like we rolled up, we're like, "Hey, can I get a session?" And they're like, "Oh, do you have another pair of shoes to work out?" And I was like, "Yeah, the ones I'm wearing." Yeah. And they're like, "No, you need to change them." And I'm like, "I, I, I mean, it's it's a gym. I don't think it's going to get any dirtier than it already is." But like. But then I spoke to Lucas and they are saying that parts of Europe and certain times of year, like they want you to wear different shoes in the gym than you wear outside. I mean, I w if yeah, I knew yeah. about it, I wouldn't obviously go against it. But right. when I was first approached with it, I was like, that's just fucking weird. It's not like this yeah. place is spotless. I don't understand. And it was sunny outside. But need Lucas explained. Lucas respect in terms of the gym, man. Yeah, but when you're see, this is the same thing with with the when you're presented with it and you didn't know about it, you're like, yeah, well, this is just foreign. fucking stupid. But Bro, I get it. I understand it now. For example, in New Zealand, you train barefoot. What the fuck would I train barefoot? Yeah, that's the thing. 
Some people what? are. Yeah, man. I mean, some people do, yeah, but some people trade in sandals. It's all good. Oh, it works. Yeah, we just roll up. We just come in from outside, same shoes, hit the workout. I don't want to carry a bag with separate shoes. Fuck that. It's snowing for hundreds of centimeters <laughs> going to the gym. Yeah, see the snow oh, thing because when you when I'm you explain when, when you explain the snow thing to me, that's when it, I was like, oh, okay, that does make sense. Yeah, but then I've been to play. I went to in Romania. It wasn't they, like it was just they were just like, oh, you change your shoes, and I'm like, but why? It's sunny. It's not snowing. <laughs> but then I was just like, you know what? It, 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 yeah, if that's the rule, that's the rule. But I don't know. It's still weird. It's still weird to me. Hmm. Interesting. Shane's working out on his Crocs. I have yeah. seen like Dr. Mike over at a Renaissance periodization or trains in Crocs and a few other people I have too. Okay. I'm not training in Crocs. It's just fucking ridiculous. Crocs are the, the weird sandals, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Not even, not even, I don't even know if they're functional, but they look, like, look like, oh, oh you know what? That, I'm this not surprised. I'm not surprised. I shoes. <laughs> Vegan Why friend. am I? I should. Be I could fair. have known. These were free. My mom is a is a nurse, and last year, whatever, they were giving out free Crocs or whatever. So she ordered me a pair, and I got them. And the flavor. No, 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 no. They're chocolate. No, no, no excuse. Even if you gave me a pair for free, I would not wear them. I definitely wouldn't put them on camera. They're very comfortable. They are very. Comfortable. I hear that. But I mean, I'm sure there are a thousand things that are comfortable. You could wear marshmallows on your feet, probably comfortable. But you look like an idiot. Okay. I don't wear these in public. They're just for strolling around the house, or if I'm like playing with a halfling in the backyard or yeah, something. Yeah, you don't need to lie to oh, us. Yeah, it's I can, okay. I can understand wearing them at home, but you know, yeah. it's going to be a Saturday night dinner. He's going on a, on a date with Sandy to the the vegetable buffet. <laughs> whips out his whips out his shorts and Crocs. <laughs> But, you look so you look so sexy in your Crocs. <laughs> she got a free pair. So when we were in college, she got a free pair of. LSU oh, she Crocs. has them as well. She, she's had several pairs, but she has oh, this pair of God. LSU Crocs that she's had since we graduated. Uh, she graduated in '07, and then did her master's in 2008. I'm pretty sure she got them in '07. She still has those things. Like she's worn the soles off of them. She started to wear war like driven a hole through the bottom of the shoe she still wears them every now like around the house and, and things like that so yeah i, I hear that they're amazingly comfortable they are I, can't, I cannot get past the look of them well they're hideous but i mean like if you're just in the kitchen like putting around the house or something you know like you don't feel like wearing one over tennis shoes or you don't want to just be in like socks or bare feet or something you're you just want something a little softer to stand on crocs are really comfortable i just i just they look like a giant colorful boat it just <laughs> well, so you could get brown ones or black ones or blue or navy blue. I have a navy blue pair. I just can't get past the look of them. It just, it just, I can't. I can't. To I'm sorry. To each their own. Crocs are gross, but they're comfy. He's got. See, Jiffy, Jiffy's on my side with this. Robbie, do you have Crocs? No. Okay. No. I should have assumed as much. Does Carol yeah. ask Carolina? Does she have Crocs? Or does Marina have Crocs? I don't think so. No, no. It depends if you wear them outside of like, because I, I have seen people at like hospitals and jobs wear them because. Yeah. But I mean, you get some ridiculous corporate uniforms that are probably worse than Crocs, you know? Right. 
Yeah, so, I'm not gonna I mean, wear this if I'm going out to like eat or going. But to you wear them at home. Something. It's not like you have to wear them. They're comfortable. Yeah. Either way, uh, I, I couldn't. I, I work out most of the time. I would say like ninety, probably ninety percent of the time. Uh, I wear Converse. Yeah. Yeah, I like Converse. I'm a I'm a, I'm a Nike person. I train at home barefoot most of the time. I'm barefoot at home when I'm training. The fuck? If I'm in a gym, it'll be tennis shoes or whatever. Be like the the all stars, the Converse. You're training barefoot. At home, yeah. I mean, it's right there. I train in the room right next door. Yeah, barefoot. Socks on or off? Off. It's just that's the way we train. Like that's an old habit from uh, back so, in taekwondo, man. We, we it was no shoes, no no sandals or anything man. like that. <laughs> I lost respect. How does how is that bad training barefoot? That's even that's better for your foot. I don't know. I feel like I feel like the Crocs are worse, but you know whatever. Yeah, training barefoot, man. That's actually better for you know, the the health oh, yeah. of your feet and everything. I I I, I, I do no weight on them, and then you're fucked. I do no shoes for certain lifts, but not yeah. like barefoot like the whole time. That's just weird. Why is that weird? I don't know. But then again, you try you train at home by yourself, so yeah. Yeah. See. We've blown mind. We've blown Brooks' mind. To be honest, if you said to me, "Do I look like the person that would wear Crocs?" I would have said yes. <laughs> so I don't know why it surprises me, but it still does. <laughs> Although I would have expected more colorful ones from you, I wouldn't have thought they would be brown. I, I know, maybe not... like I would have thought maybe like a blue, like a sky blue. I feel no, like you. Fuck no. yeah. I don't like bright colors. Like I have. You wear a purple shirt. With fucking... That's my school's colors. That's why. But all of my other shirts are like gray, black, or red. And you got a brown shoes, brown Crocs. Yeah, uh, I have maybe <laughs> But, uh, yeah. Put this one on the shirt. I These wear Crocs. next with me on this, too. It's, but see, everyone's saying that they're comfortable. They're not. Uh, I'm not arguing that they're not comfortable. I'm arguing that they're ugly. And no one is arguing that they're not ugly. They are ugly. <laughs> they're <laughs> ugly, but they're comfortable. That's my point, is that, okay, I agree that they're comfortable, but they're just too ugly, right? Like, if you told See, me that, like... There we go. Gerhard's got my back on this. Crocs you know how, cool. like, uh, what's that, 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 dare, that dare TV show where they, like, made you eat, like, cow's dicks and shit? The, the Joe Rogan one. No, the Joe Rogan one, back in the day. Um, Fear Factor? Fear Factor, yeah, yeah. And he made them eat, like... Tongues and shit. If you told me that the cow's tongue was going to taste like chocolate, I wouldn't have fucking eaten it anyway. It looks like shit. Cow tongue actually is really good. Like, especially okay. if you have the Mexican you mentioned my point. tacos. Well, like, if either, you do, like, Mexican either way. Tacos style where you braise it for a long time like you do brisket. Yeah. Okay, like, either way. Tacos, man. So but good. I can't get past the visuals. I can't. Yeah. And that, to me, is the problem with Crocs. <laughs> Doesn't matter how good it tastes. Like, they yeah. just look ugly. I just can't get past it. I'm sorry. Ew, <laughs> can ruin my age. Also, Shane coming on the podcast is over. Also, Shane uses a bidet. There we go. <laughs> I don't use a bidet. I have used one. You look like a bidet person, anyway. I feel like you're, 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 you're not having water shot up my butt, man. I'm good. You don't shoot it up your butt. You <laughs> spray it around. Do you have control of the nozzle to like aim, or is it just like it's like a hose? Is it, is it fixed and it just goes? It's like hose. Well, the ones I've used were like it was just you know, on the toilet, and then there's like little sort of hose, and you just just spray around. Okay. Yeah. 
At the Dubai Muscle Show, that's where I was uh, first forced. Because if I, all occasions where I was presented with both options, I didn't use the hose. Yeah. But in Dubai, if I recall correctly, there was, uh, yeah. Okay, interesting. It's kind of just what you had to do. Okay. Weets. I made Robbie laugh over an Instagram message. Terminators are updating, it seems. <laughs> it's an inside joke. Must be. Yeah. We're not cool enough to be invited into that conversation. Seriously, after wearing Crocs and talking about Crocs, I mean, you are way past that cool level. I, I fully embrace that I am not cool. I, I've never portrayed myself as being cool or part of the in. I mean, by by wearing Crocs, that's the kind of attitude I expected. No, I'm, I, 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 like I, I, I like Jojo. I thought I was cool. I, I knew I, right I, where I was. I was the the big eyed nerdy guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jojo. He, he he chugs his pre-workout six ounces, and he yeah, likes man. Converse. I don't know about long socks. That's that's no, the long socks hide if you have small calves. I know I this never because I have small wore, calves. I never could have wore like the long socks. My calves are too big. <laughs> Those extra material just cost too much. <laughs> Bro, uh, I just no way. Don't fit me at all. <sighs> Gerhard's got the right idea. Crocs are his birth control. Yeah, see, you all universally agree that they are ugly. They That's, are ugly. We, we can all agree on that. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not arguing the comfort. I haven't touched them. I haven't put one on. I feel like it's, if I put my foot in it, it might change my view. And then I'm going to mm -hmm. be like you. I'll be like, <laughs> oh, they're comfortable. What's the, uh, the name of the Disney... Uh, I don't remember uh, the Disney it... film. Uh, not Sleeping Beauty. Uh... No White and Seven Dwarfs. Mm -hmm. Cinderella. 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 Uh -huh. Cinderella. Yeah, when when they are looking for a perfect match, as far as like <laughs> you got the glass slipper. There you go. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Shane, where the croc? Go for it. All Shane, right. we'll find the perfect one for you. We'll get it rainbow colored and or, you know, whatever color you want. <laughs> to be honest, a rainbow color might make him look better. It's true. Seth Ferrosi is a barefoot type guy. These see? I I mean I'm in there we go. Seth says barefoot is functional and fuckable. <laughs> yeah. Are you trying to fuck somebody with your foot? I mean Hey man, people got all kinds of weird fetishes. <laughs> Jiffy, if you try to be cool, that's clearly uncool. You are either naturally are cool or not. It's the way of life. That's true. It's true. That's why. That's why. Yeah. yeah. I don't try to be cool. I just. I know. I'm just normal. Normal nerdy. Brooke, you are cool. Who else has a lightsaber? Okay. Well, there we go. I am cool then. I do have a lightsaber. Oh, I have a lightsaber. What kind? I have the blue one. It's in Ava's room. I okay. got it when we went to uh, Disney. Did you? I mean, I was, was it Disney? Yeah, it was Disney. Yeah, you got to put it together. Fuck, of course I was going to put it together. Okay, well, there you go. Well, it's a blue one, so it's, is it like Obi-Wan's official handle or Luke's old nah, handle? Nah, it's one of the ones where like you could choose the, the color of the blade and then you could customize oh, the cool. handle and you could pick the yeah. different parts. It's badass. There you go. 
Yeah, my brother got me one for my birthday. It was pretty awesome. It's a it's red, which is my favorite color, and, and so things like that. That was cool. Oh, so you went to the dark side. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Who else has a lightsaber? Bidets are just scary. They seem to be an unknown, like taking a gun to a knife fight. <laughs> She's got a good point. Yeah, that's She's a, got good a good point. point. She has a good point. Oh. Jojo, LOL, high top comfort, so I need long socks uh, for comfort. Yeah, I also wear high top. And definitely no small calves here. Natty or not. <laughs> Does anybody enjoy training calves on this panel? I never train calves. Yeah. I have like a huge calves. Do you think Probably Lucas, you do a lot of cycling Probably. too, though, don't you, Lewis? Lucas? What? You do a lot of cycling or bike riding, don't you? I played basketball a lot when I was younger. That's why. So now they are like. Uh, I, I just gave like up. This. My, my quads are fine. My, 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 my quads are great, but then, like, my calves just... And I remember <laughs> I focused, I, I, tried, I did them for six months straight. Someone said to me, this, what you should do is if they're not growing on a calf, because you're doing a calf day, hammer the shit out of them. Do them super heavy, super intense, yeah. like, every day or every second day before you work out or do your other muscles. And I was like, okay, sweet. Mm -hmm. I'm going to commit to this and do it for four months. I don't think they got... An inch bigger. I think they got smaller. Maybe they got smaller. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. And I remember watching uh, um, an interview with Johnny Jackson. And Johnny Jackson obviously was in uh, not overly large calves. And yeah. and, and uh, the question came up, what about your calves? And he said, look, do you think that I wouldn't be trying to fucking fix these things if I could? And that <laughs> motherfucker lifts like a house. Yeah. And he's a professional bodybuilder. I'm like, you know what? If that son of a bitch can't do it, then maybe I just can't do it either. So it's like, fuck this. Yeah. You pants. know what? But he made, a, he, made, he, made, he made a good point because I remember somebody was, I, I, I was reading it in one of the magazines years ago, and they were criticizing Dennis Wolf because Dennis Wolf had everything was big his shoulders, his back, chest, arms, quads, everything. But mm -hmm. his calves were not that they were small, they were basically non existent. <laughs> They just he never had them. Yeah, he never had them. So this fucking motherfucker writer, whoever wrote that article, he goes, Dennis definitely needs to step up and pay more attention to his calves and he needs to train them. You stupid, stupid, stupid fuck. Do you really think he's not training his calves? It's just, it's not happening. You know, that's a very, very, very genetic body part. You either have it or you don't. And I, I trained my calves for fucking decades and nothing happened i mean i don't have shitty calves but i definitely don't have good calves they they're not my best body part i would say like one of my worst body parts nothing happened and i remember talking to a friend of mine maybe 10 years ago and he goes to me why are you training them he says nothing's going to happen anyway he says so like, like let, <laughs> yeah. it go, let it go so i was like good point and i stopped training calves i stopped training me. calves. <laughs> i mean i just don't see a point in it however <laughs> started like getting ready more for like fights and fight training and was doing more like jump rope and running and stuff like that all of a sudden my calf started fucking growing yeah. but from a conventional lifting nothing nothing no. you know you can fucking i remember these fucking experts turn your toes inside turns your toes outside do high reps good go heavy no matter what if your calves are shit they shit marina competed in bodybuilding 
she never fucking trained calves and her calves are the size of my head. They just huge. And her father who never lifted weights in his life, he, he played soccer, but he never played. His calves are humongous. The guy is 70 and his calves are just huge and they shred it. They shred it. He has like that split in the, in the middle. They just like beautiful, beautiful, like diamond shaped calves. He never trained them in his entire life. It's a very genetic body part. That's mine, calves. Fuck you. If I could give uh, one tip as far as the calves, weighted vest and walk. And yeah, maybe, maybe walking. And running. that's but basically. lifting not gonna do shit. Like no. I mean, right now I'm 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 back to lifting. I've been lifting for the past couple of months. I haven't done calves. I just I don't see a point. Yeah, okay. I I told I told my friends just like weighted vest and just walk, and this is basically it. And after like two months, it grew a lot yeah. uh, as far as as far as calves. So yeah. It's all about the repeti repetition, you know, and, uh, you know, and the weight. That's basically it. Yeah. Jiffy, high top gang. Did y'all ever go through a high top phase? Like, when we were kids, did y'all ever have, like, the little pump-up shoes or anything like that? You know what I'm talking about? They had, like, the little pump thing on the, the tongue of the shoe, and then I had the Bro, little... I was, poor, I was too poor for that kind of shoe. Yeah, man. man we, yeah. I was too poor, and we lived in, like, what? The bottom of the fucking planet so i mean there weren't planes back then so yeah. we did, <laughs> nothing we, nothing ever no, came to new zealand with all with all seriousness we didn't have those kind of shoes i here, heard of it yeah. yeah i'd heard of it but seen yeah. on like tv but i was just like i remember seeing it in movies maybe wasn't it was mm -hmm. there was it was it like mike that had the yeah there were a couple yeah. of movies that had it in there. And I was just like, I just thought they were movie shoes. Didn't know they were real. In Spike Lee movie, I believe there was like... They were, uh, I mean, they were cool probably the, when we were pumping. between like 9 and 12, I think. I think that's when they like really were, were popular. Yeah. We got one of, I got one of the off-brand ones. Like they had like the, the Nike Jordan ones or whatever, Reebok, whatever people first came out with it. And then we got the off-brand one because my parents were like, I'm not spending 80 or $100 on a pair of tennis shoes. That just, they, that wasn't happening. Is, is tennis shoes what you call like, uh, I don't know, like... Sneakers? Cross yeah, like trainers? Sport, sport shoes? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Tennis I shoes. Mate, I just thought maybe you were a tennis player or something. <laughs> no, well, that, that's the way. That's the word I the way I heard it growing up. Is you call them tennis shoes, but I mean they're they're cross trainers. Fenderer. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was weird. That's an odd. I thought I was like, it wasn't until you mentioned it like the fifth time, and I'm like, it doesn't look like a tennis player. Maybe it's just talking about. <laughs> maybe it's just what Americans call like exercise shoes or sports shoes. Yeah, or some sneakers or something like that. Yeah, whatever huh. you want to call them. Interesting. Athletic foot apparel. I wonder why you why you guys adopted tennis. It's an odd sport to be like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Just repeating words I heard growing up. Sridhar, bidets were common even in the nineties where I grew up. They are definitely not scary. Okay. They're scary if you've never used them before. <laughs> no one wants to blast the hose up their ass if they don't have to. Cheeks hosed off, yeah. Yeah, but once you get into it, because you can also like control the pressure, push it on the handle and whatnot. It's not bad. Yeah. Doing a sponsored 500, fuck, 500 yeah, shit. throughout September for charity. Going to be using a lot of assassin. Yeah, shit, I'll send you a free one. There you go. God damn. Yeah. Oh, damn. 
Baffert miles. Good luck with that. How many kilometers is that, Shane? Maybe you know. So I don't know why. I, I don't understand I don't the free. I don't understand the freedom units. Okay. <laughs> All right. So five hundred freedom units is eight hundred and four kilometers. Whoa. God bless you. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Out of all body parts. 800 and how much? One more time? 804. Oh, snap. That's 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 uh, that's longer than the length of Poland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to traverse Poland. Yeah, I was just like calculating. It was like... I'm pretty sure it's, 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 it's bigger than the North Island of New Zealand. Man. Out of all body parts, noise. I find my men are particularly concerned about their calves. That is not true. I'm zero zero concerns about my cats. No, not at all. I have zero concerns, but I I can understand. I, you may you may feel like we are concerned, but it's mostly because every other fucking muscle in the body you can pretty much grow and get stronger, butt calves and dick. Dick. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was curious about this. Actually, I don't know if I, I, don't, I don't know if it's worth bringing this up. Well, it was but, natural. But but. But Robert, what's the science behind the stim dick? <laughs> oh shit! I'm gonna regret this. <laughs> so first, no. First we talk about poo, then we talk about bidets, and now we are talking about stim dick. It's all it's all accidental. I was no. just, we just stumbled. We stumbled on a dick. Yeah, <laughs> I've never had that issue, so I don't really know what the science of it is. No, like, like, it noticeably shrinks after having a high stim pre. I feel like most people, this is very common. I mean, but DMAA was probably the worst one. It was happened. Yeah. He and just, like, he just, well, he just destroyed. Things. He destroyed the cells of assassin, and he just fucking increased the cells of C four. You motherfucker! <laughs> the, the the conversation came up because I said to my <laughs> wife, I was just like, to be honest. The, if you were, if you were to pick a time of day where you were going to temporarily have a small penis during the workout would be it because you're not going to want to use it. Right. I was like, so it's not that bad. And I was trying to explain to her. I was like, imagine if your titty shrunk while you worked out, right? I was trying to explain to her like the like, and she'd be like, oh, okay, because I'm like, I don't know how to explain like a similar situation. And then I was wondering, I was just like, it is a weird phenomenon, isn't it? Where you just your dick shrinks for two hours, three hours. If I had to think about it, I now I I don't know any science on this. I, I've never done extensive research into like anecdotal accounts or, or you know personal testing on this or anything either. But I'm gonna approach it from kind of like a theory and mechanisms kind of standpoint, just kind of reason it out. So you take these high stimulant products. It's boosting. It's ramping up cortisol, adrenaline, noradrenaline, all of your fight or flight hormones, all of your stress hormones. In that instance, is your body really concerned about getting a boner and procreating? No, it's worried about surviving whatever potential threat is coming on. So that's why it's shifting blood flow. It's directing blood flow and nutrients. It's still getting enough to like, you know, keep, keep normal function. It's not going to fall keep off. Keep it alive. Anything. Yeah, keep it alive. But that's not where the blood flow is being tunneled towards. <laughs> it's going to keep metabolizing energy substrates to get, you know, oxidized fatty acids, uh, glucose stored in, in glycogen stores, amino acids if it gets really bad. So it's more of like your body is switching one system off and shifting all the other energy substrates to that. So it's going to 
same thing happens when you're cold. When you get freezing cold, I mean, shrinkage happens for a reason. It's just it's a protective mechanism because your body's freaking out worrying about everything else. So it's going to bring everything in when it so feels it that threatened. It takes away from the least important places. At the moment, yes. Yeah. So, and, 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 and your dick is the first one to go. <laughs> so, so basically on a next assassin container, I should put a disclaimer that dick shrinkage is possible with using this product. However, if you want to reverse the effects, oral stimulation following your workout is highly advisable. Would it, it wouldn't necessarily matter what stimulus you ha had though, wouldn't it? I think it does because certain ones have a vasoconstrictive and a hypertensive effect, so it raises blood pressure and shrinks, uh, would, reduces would, blood flow. Like, so it's shutting off blood so, flow to that area. If, let's say if it was someone who hadn't had stims before and then they just threw down 400 milligrams of caffeine, would they have the same effect as someone who had had stims and then threw down like a super high intense pre-workout? I don't think so because those are working on slightly different mechanisms than caffeine. So, like DMAA, a reagent, so yeah, yeah, okay. different receptors in the body than caffeine is. Huh. Interesting. That so was my thought process. Was yeah. That. And basically That's why you never hear about it happening with only caffeine pre-workouts. It's always the DMAA and all stuff. Because if you look at in the actual like peripheral vasculature of caffeine, it actually acts as a vasodilator through a number of different mechanisms. It actually increases nitric oxide production, increases the release of calcium from the uh, receptacle where it's, it's stored without getting too too nerdy it increases calcium release, which en enhances for harder, you know, more forceful contractions and things like that. Um, actually increases blood flow, increases endothelial nitric oxide synthase. I've got a whole article on the supplementengineer.com blog about how caffeine does not kill muscle pumps and it goes into all the mechanisms for anybody that wants to go and, and look at that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's all of these other ones that are really jacking up cortisol levels, adrenaline, noradrenaline, those kind of things, which, where you get those hypertensive. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see following this uh, podcast. We're going to see like in gyms all around the world, guys taking their pre-workout in the middle between the sets, pulling their pants and checking on their dicks. No, it's still good. It's still good. It hasn't fallen off yet. <laughs> oh, you just be like, damn it, my pre-workout's not hardcore. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dick is still big. I'm good. Oh, am I? <laughs> is, there any part, is there any other part of your body that it would your body would take from? Or is like... I mean, digestion, your, your, your digestion gets on hold too. When you, when you start taking, like when you're in super stressful situations, that's why well, you've got, I think if your dick shrinks, you're in a pretty stressful situation. I just find it weird. I'm like, how much does it gain from taking what, you know, like compared to the whole size of your body, how much does it gain being like, you know what? I need that. I need that 5%. I need that 1%, whatever the fuck it is. Take it. Does it, does it, I, okay, so I thought wait, it was really that, interesting. Is that what... Uh, this is going to be a very dumb question. So is that what stim dick is? I thought stim dick is you just couldn't, you know, stand at attention and perform. I always thought it was the very noticeable shrinkage from the stims. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> That's how you know. You're like, afterwards, you like take a piss and you're like, damn, that was an intense pre-workout. That's how you know. I always thought you could get it. You could get it hard after your workout, couldn't you? I don't see why that, but that's why I always thought stim dick was like you just you were you you were shot. It's like like whiskey dick. You just can't get it. You're done. Come on, Shane. You're gonna Google this shit up now. It is. It is. Screen? Shane, you want to share your screen? It is. It is. It is what you're talking. Wait, wait. This is on Nutrix's website. Weird. 
Neutrics? Weird. Seriously? All warriors down there. <laughs> oh, no. See? And then there's another comment on someone else's website saying, Stim Dick, I have a, I have a three-year-old penis. <laughs> I have a penis the size of a three-year-old. Maybe it's just like a mix of the two. Maybe people have, maybe like, I, I didn't think it was that what you said. <laughs> Interesting. I feel like guys could totally say, it's normally way bigger. I just took some pre-workout. I took a combination of lines made in pre-workout. Yeah. It's totally. Sorry. I worked out earlier today. It's, I'm usually five times larger. I apologize. Uh, that's funny. Oh, well, that was a great topic. Oh, my God. Well, you, I always thought Stim Dick was that. Maybe, maybe I'm, maybe, like, I never thought of, yeah. yeah. But Google seems to give people reference in it on both occasions. The erection thing and the, and the shrinkage. Interesting. Yeah. Either I way, you answered my question. Like the stress hormones thing. I think that's where it probably is. It's like it's conserving that, resources to divert it to the. That was what I was. I was thinking. I was like, maybe threat. your body's like, look, we need as much juice as possible. Take it from everywhere. You're yeah. not using that. Get it out of here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like Brooks' idea. We put that slogan on a T-shirt. It's out of context and salacious. Yes. And bonus points for using the word salacious. I don't know what that's way bigger. I just took some pre-workout. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brooke, but I don't know what does it mean. I need to Google the shit up. Uh, I like I like we just weak, that's hilarious. There might be some uh, people out there that are just completely confused right now. Probably <laughs> and, so. What the fuck is he talking about? I heard DMA all the time. <laughs> well, now the whole meaning of the final scoop just, you know, makes a completely different thing. No, we just answered a question that I'm pretty sure scientifically has probably not been answered before. Breaking barriers for, and changing for, lives. Here. For good reason. But, you know. <laughs> just make the headline or the capture just like, why is my dick so small after taking Jacked? There you go. Done. I've never been happier that I don't suffer from such issues. <laughs> you see, I was, I was I was trying to explain it to my wife, and I don't think she was like... She's like, why does it matter? You're not using it. I'm like, it's, it's hard to explain. But that's what I was saying. I was like, imagine if your titty shrunk, like, while you worked out. I think in, in certain exercises, that may actually be beneficial for women. Like, if you want a chest support that's or rope, exactly like, what she, That's exactly what she said. Because it's she uncomfortable. Said the, she said the exact same thing. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like in those where you're in a prone position, it might be actually a benefit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a, either way, it's a very interesting story, very interesting topic. I gotta say, we are changing lives with this. With we are, yeah, look, Nutrix talked. Nutrix talked about stem deck on their website, so <laughs> I mean, it's it's not like it's wrong. There you go. It's <laughs> very true. Very true. Giannis, I just finished Small Love Junior for bench. I'm going to experiment with it for trap bar deads. I love trap bar deadlifts. I like those so much more than conventional straight bar deadlifts. And we've talked about this a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, you're running Small Love. Are you actually planning to compete or something? I mean, I, I don't know if like the average individual, do they need to worry about doing some of those 
more advanced powerlifting programs. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't know what that was. Yeah, it's it's one of the the upper end kind of more uh, specialized. Small uh, Small Love Junior's got another <laughs> kind of squat program too. Or maybe you just want to be a badass and lift as much weight as you can, even if you don't compete. Kind of going back to the, the Goliath stuff. He's not competing in bodybuilding. He just wants to be as massive as possible. So, I mean, you know. I never liked I never. I, I've done trap bar deadlifts a few times, but mm-hmm. I didn't like the fact that when you went from gym to gym, the trap bar changed. Yeah. Because I've, I've had some where the, they don't have the raised handles. Mm-hmm. Like the, the handle, the grip is level with the bar, which I found made it just, just as just the same as a fucking straight bar. I prefer the one with the handle where you can sort of actually get upright a little better. Mm-hmm. But where it's, no, it's, like like it's got one handle that's in line with the, the regular yeah. part of the bar and then it's got the elevated handle. It's really different. Like yeah. when you, when you go from one to the other yeah, and, yeah, I, it and then it just, it just changes it. And you're like, well, okay, this was not the reason I was doing it in the first place. Yeah. As a hiker who had Achilles injuries, calf training is important. I neglected them for a long time. Yeah, I mean, uh, the calves are going to be worked to a certain extent. Like, if you're using a full range of motion on stuff like squats and lunges and stuff, you're going to get some calf activation in that. Will you get as much as if you're doing just dedicated, like, stiff leg or seated calf raises? No. Um, But if you do a lot of walking, especially uphill walking, that'll tax the hell out of the calves a good bit. There's a Nike trainer that claims to do that in a jiffy. I'm assuming it's calf training. I was going to say, what was he referencing? Well, he's, talking about stem dick. he's talking about stem dick again. <laughs> There's a Nike trainer for addressing stem dick? <sighs> jiffy. Robbie is right. Just tried the Freedom Flavor America Energy. Not my favorite. I see. I I liked the freedom one. I said, yeah, I little, did too. I liked it more than the previous freedom, but I also like Robert. I I like the Daytona and um, Victory. Victory, yeah, yeah. Those were badass. I didn't didn't wasn't a big fan of the the County Fair and uh, was the is it Fruit Punch whatever the other mm-hmm. one is. Yeah, I didn't try those. It was good. I mean, it's a solid Fruit Punch. I just think there's there's I mean, Victory is 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 the best for me. I or the. Yeah. Uh, the rocket pop one is really good too. Um, they're, they're all good. It's just kind of what what are you in the mood for that day? What are your own personal preferences and predilections about and things like that? So, uh, all right, this will be the last call for questions. And uh, while we're giving you guys a few minutes to to do that, uh, thank you all for tuning in. If you like what we're doing here, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, share the videos with family, friends, and loved ones. If you're in the mood for some supplements. Well, those supplements that are transparently dosed, feel free to use the code Final Scoop and save fifteen percent on all Apollo Nutrition products. Thoughts on Kabuki strength lifting equipment? Yeah, that's a good one. Kabuki strength is is awesome, Top-notch. high quality yeah. stuff. Chris Duffin is a wizard, super strong. Very good. His supplement line is also top notch too. But there is one big mine that's fucking expensive. Very well. I mean, it's like rogue stuff. It's super. Yeah, but at the same, but at the same time, you're paying for a quality, right? So absolutely, yeah. We talked about supplements and you know how much you're paying for, and this is exactly the same thing when it comes to like equipment. Yeah. If you want a Cadillac, you need to pay extra for it. So 
yeah. Agreed. And unlike the Charles Glass pre-workout, which is overpriced for what you're getting, the, the, the quality of the Kabuki stuff is actually, you know, top-notch. Sridhar, need to do a proper comparison to see how true these claims are about Stimtech. <laughs> Maybe those lines me too. <laughs> If I just enlightened everyone, is this is this like Luke? People know you guys knew what I was talking about, so maybe I've heard of it. I just wasn't sure which. It's like the angle you brought up was something I had never considered. Yeah, like I, I said, I, I like something like whiskey dick to where it's like you drink too yeah, much whiskey I and you just of, can't, you know, perform later. I didn't think I didn't. I never heard about that, but like I said, Google says that's one of the meanings. Yeah, that, that's like a fucking now. Uh, that uh, is a problem. Uh, that is a problem to be concerned about if you. Well, now, 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 you, now you're going to have a small dick and a limp dick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but back to, back to, back to Brooks, Brooks' excuses could work on both occasions. Be like, sorry, look, I had pre-workout today. Pre -workout. I, I cannot perform, and it does look like a three-year-old penis. <laughs> I apologize. But the excuse covers both. Watch. Maybe uh, add to it saying, "I took a cold shower after I was training." You know, you, so you, you know just, just all happened. You, you, rem you remember the movie Field of Dreams? If you build it, you remember. So, <laughs> so the, the, I remember when I was in South Africa when I was in college. <laughs> this guy got into a huge argument with a girl in, in in college, and they were like insulting each other, and they were fighting and arguing. It was actually pretty entertaining. And she, obviously, you know, it got sexual, so he called her ugly, and she says, well, you probably have a very, very small penis. And he goes, well, if you suck it, it will grow. <laughs> well played. <laughs> no shit. Well done. Well done. Did, you, did you slap him or... No, nothing. They just continued like bitching. But it was really funny. I was like, "Yeah, it's actually, you know, that's probably the line I should use." That is a. <laughs> he was quick on the uptake. Look, <laughs> mm. I feel like I've gained so much knowledge. God's work. We're saying so that we are changing things. We're affecting lives. One we're, podcast we're, episode at a time. We've lowered the expectations of any woman that go looking for buff dudes. They're like, "Oh, okay, so." Enough word for it. Do you take pre-workout? Okay. Only caffeine. None of those aggressive stims. None of those dangerous ones. One issue I have with the Field of Dreams movie. Have y'all all seen it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. When you go ask somebody if they want to throw the baseball, how do you say, do you want to go throw the baseball? So you're asking uh, a guy from Poland, New Zealand, and me. Good right. question. I have no fucking clue. If I ask someone if they want to go throw a ball. Yeah, you want to go, like, toss the baseball? Say, do you want to go throw the baseball? Probably say, do you want to play catch? Do you want to play catch? Okay, do you want to play yeah. catch? Do you want to throw the baseball? Do you want to toss the baseball around? That fucking movie. This is the one thing I hate about that movie. At the very end, he says, let's have a catch. Who the fuck oh, says they have... That's you, a good point. Let's have a catch. That makes no sense. No goddamn sense whatsoever. I'm thinking, you want to say you're a baseball fan. Yeah. I don't know a single baseball fan. It's probably Maybe. like saying Aircon. Nobody fucking says Aircon. Nobody says, let's have yeah. a catch. You know, there are a lot of actually, weird things, they, though. 
that movie, to be honest, I mean, it's an iconic movie, but it was never one of my favorite movies. For some reason, like, I never liked I mean, it's I thought, I just, it, it's I, not I, my favorite I, I, sports I, movie of all time. No, I thought it was good, but I thought it was overrated the way it's, like, you know, perceived as one of the best. I mean, it's perceived as one of the classics and stuff. I never saw it that way. I, I thought it was a good movie, but that's about it. Yeah, I, I kind of like think the same thing. I think Rudy's overrated. Have a, have a catch could work. I feel like it... But it's just it's just English language. Like when I said take a shit, I've said this, like I said this a few times. How do you how do you actually? You're not gonna go take one, are you? You're not gonna take yeah from somewhere. The meaning of the word take does not go with what you're about to do. That does that's not what you're about to do. You drop off. You're gonna place. You're gonna whatever. Take doesn't make sense. Excrete. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't work. But like, have a catch, I guess, is similar. Yeah, I just I don't that 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 line always bugged the shit out of me. In that movie. I never really noticed that. Yeah, I don't hmm. know. Yeah, you know what? I, actually, that's a that's an interesting topic, probably to even wrap up this podcast. What is one movie that is like considered like classic or iconic and whatnot, but you feel like it's overrated and you never were crazy about it? Rudy, it's one. Okay, I don't, know, I don't even know what that is. That's oh yeah, kid that kept trying and getting kicked off the Notre Dame team, and he kept trying, and then he got in for one play at the end of the thing. And the the guy, the actual person that was Rudy, actually came and spoke to us when we were in seventh grade in elementary school, and he said, "Look, I just I just kept giving like great, but he he brought the his life story to all of these movie studios, and they all said this is boring, we don't want to do this. And then one studio finally made it, and then everybody hails it as this great sports movie. It's not really that good. It's they're, they're uh, yeah, much thought- better football movies. Yeah, I thought it was overrated too, and I thought it was actually, and I remember saying it out loud, and I almost got murdered for it. I I thought it was boring. Yeah, well, it was a boring movie. I didn't think that it was like that exciting. Yeah, Lucas, what about you? I know you're not big into movies, but still, like, is there anything that you everybody loves, but you like thought it was like no big deal? Mm. Let's see. <laughs> 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 what did he say? Lassie? <laughs> I mean, that's a while ago. Uh, I mean, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, is a good. See, I like. I think Shawshank is a good movie. If you don't, if, I, if you think I, it's overrated, I, that's fair. I think it's a great movie. I think it's a great movie. I think it's good. I haven't. Shawshank is okay. <laughs> I don't know. All the movies that people have said are great. I haven't seen one where I'm just like, this is a pile of dog shit. Hmm. Uh, uh, I, I can say, like, it's not a movie. It's a, it's a TV show. But to me, it was good. It was good. Yeah. But I thought it was overrated. was Breaking Bad. It just got darker and darker it. and darker. And, like, it... it 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 was it made sense for like a, a process and then like it, it jumped and like went on like an exponential uptick of stuff and it just it didn't make sense after a while. I mean, it was you yeah, know there there was one episode. You watched the entire se- uh, series. There was one episode that I thought I'm gonna fucking punch the TV where they yeah. catch uh, chasing a fly. The entire mm-hmm. episode they chasing a fly in a room. The entire episode. I'm like, yeah. okay, I understand. You know the artistic side and all that. That's not artistic. That's just dumb. You know, for 40, 45 minutes chasing fly, I thought it was way, and he, like you said, they were like, it was like there were some parts that were good, 
and the idea was good. But the overall, for like seven or eight seasons that they had, 50% of it, I didn't care for. Like, yeah, I, would agree I, I thought part it, of it was, just went over the top with stuff. Like they, I was with them on certain things, and then they would take some of these leaps, and I just thought that doesn't make sense. I mean, yeah, I I, it's a TV show, but yeah, I wasn't a big fan. What about you, Shane? I'm trying to think. I can't think of anything that was meant to suck. I mean, it was meant to be great that I thought was absolute trash. Yeah, nothing comes to mind. You know what? Uh, I, I I've can, never I, seen Rudy, but. Yeah, I mean, like, I agree with Robert wholeheartedly. I, I just didn't think it was a great movie. But you know what? There were two movies that everybody trashed, and I was actually okay with them, I, even to a point where I liked them. I didn't mind Godfather 3. I don't think it was great. I think Sofia Coppola, she sucked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she really sucked. But it's the decent, movie but was not as good decent. as the first two. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But other than her, I thought it was a decent movie. And a lot of people are shitting on Rocky Five. I actually liked Rocky Five. I don't know why, but I actually did like it. I mean, I like Rocky Five more than I like Creed or Creed Two. Doesn't worry, fall in the street, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like the ending of that. I don't mind that one. Um, Is it as good as Rocky Four? No. Oh no, no, I like it better than either of the Creeds. Yeah, Yeah, me too. Me yeah. too. And you know what? When I said it, I was like, people were like, oh no, Creed 1 is as good as Rocky 1. Are you fucking nuts? No, 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 no. no. Come on. Like, no. You can't even I mean, compare the two. Creed's not bad, but it's it's not like, no. And yeah. Creed 2, Creed 2, I actually, I can't say that I hated it, but the problem is, is like, it's inevitable to compare it to Rocky 4. It's inevitable. You just, you have to oh, compare yeah. it. And when you compare it, it just fucking sucks. It's the yeah. same. It's just the same formula, like with like a different kind of. It's, right. it's the same. It, it's Crocs in a different color. It's yeah. Oh, and it's, uh, it's the same shit. Uh, on Shane, I saw Fast and Furious finally nine. Oh, you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, no, sorry. See, no. I, it makes sense though because I was I didn't notice this, but um, the Rock shared a. He must have put a post somewhere, and he was saying that. He was in the in the in the Fast and the Furious movies that were written by the same guy. Uh, number f- I think it was five, six, seven, and eight were all written by the same guy, or he was on the team. He was not on the team for number nine, and that makes a lot of sense because it is drastically ridiculous compared to the other one. The other ones are pretty bad, but they walked a line. Number nine, that thing got out of hand. It was like. Yeah, I agree. It was, it was like, hey, what were the best things we did in the other movies? Let's times it by three. It's like that might be too much. No, 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 no. It'll be just enough. Okay. And 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 someone never sat in the, in the. No one in the movie was just like, look, maybe we shouldn't do this. And someone should have been saying that at at least five occasions. Well, like John Cena was fucking jacked. Yeah, no, no, he was, and he was, he, he was pretty good. I mean, like, it's just they went too way too far to a point. And I know, like, saying Fast and Furious went too far maybe is ridiculous, but not in this case. Oh, yeah, this, this was just not. It was not enjoyable. Speaking of John Cena, did you guys saw the newest Suicide Squad? Yeah, man, it was badass. I've seen it. I haven't seen it. movies. I've seen it. Was the fucking beast. I'm actually awesome. about to watch it after we're done. Awesome. Just yeah. Awesome. I've heard good it's, things, even from people that are like 
have been shitting on a lot of the superhero stuff because it's they're freaking, doing all the woke bullshit on superheroes. Right. Is it true that Sylvester Stallone is in it too? Yeah. Yeah, he does the voice of the shark. He's okay. a shark. They did, uh, there were a couple cameos if you can spot them in there. Okay. From um, Guardians of the Galaxy guys. But it's uh, um, it's just really good because at every point where you think the story is going to go that usual romantic drama, he, yeah. he's just like, nah, it's going to go this way. And you just say, you know what, this is good because you don't see fucking half of it coming. It's super funny. Well, yeah, that's what I've yeah. heard. Like the movie is just, it's like just mindless action movie. Like they're not trying to preach anything to you or, or push an agenda or anything. Like it's just back, getting back to what movies were, which is just making something that's fucking entertaining for people. So that, that's but, what but makes me want to try. You know what? Many people, many people shitted on the, on the first version of the yeah, first, yeah. you know, the, the first, uh, suicide squad. Yeah. To be honest, I, I didn't mind it because I, I knew from the start, it, w- it wouldn't be like a, you know, the film that will change my life or anything right, no. like, you know, but you know, I saw it and I was like, yeah, okay, it wasn't all right. bad. Good enough. I it mean, wasn't it bad. Was, oh, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that was, was, yeah. That was my conclusion after, after watching the first, the first one. But after you didn't walk that, out. Yeah, but after seeing the this one, the new one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's good. Yeah. It's really good. And John right, Cena when he did the when he did the when he did the, un, uh, the underwear scene, he was fucking. I was reading a story because one of the co-stars worked out for like months apparently to get in shape, mm-hmm. and then John Cena rolls up in, in his underwear, and I was like, fucking hell, that dude is huge. <laughs> yeah, he's huge. Good stuff. He gains, he gains some, some quality mass. I always find it hard to tell because I don't know if he's gained anything or you've just put oh. beside six or seven starving actors and it's like... No, yeah. man. He's, but he's always been large and there's no way he's larger now than he was when his late 20s. But like... Right. I, feel I, like th- he, I, I think he carries a little bit more muscle maturity now. Yeah, I mean, no, he's yeah. definitely like more dense and like harder and tighter. Yeah, I think that that's you, you see, you'll see him in the movie, but I feel like a lot of it's just because it's the camera's playing into his size and he's surrounded by normal people. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, he's big, don't get me wrong, he's fucking huge. Yeah, and it's crazy. And he, and he obviously did it specifically for the movie, but yeah, man, it was, it was badass. Yeah, all right, gents, I gotta hop off and get rolling. We uh. Thank you all for tuning in. Leave a comment below. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe. If you listen to this on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or any other podcast cruising platform, give us a thumbs up, five-star review. That helps us climb up in the almighty algorithm that dictates anything. Dude, and almighty algorithm. Yes. There you go. Um, and uh, thank you all, my friends. We'll, uh, we'll do this again next week. Have a good one. See you next week. Right. See ya.